people have the Newsmax app on their smartphone. It takes seconds to download it on your phone. No paywall or subscription. So watch Newsmax for breaking news anytime, anywhere. President Trump says Newsmax is really good. And Forbes calls Newsmax a news powerhouse. Millions of Americans are watching Newsmax TV and going to Newsmax.com for breaking news. It's a source you can trust. Newsmax is real news for real people. Texas Governor Greg Abbott is signing an election bill into law. The Republican governor telling reporters it's a great bill because it expands early voting to 12 days, noting it's longer than President Biden's home state of Delaware. Abbott saying the bill will also make it harder for ballot harvesting and cheating to happen. Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis is holding a press conference in Lakeland. The governor saying he's excited that there will be full capacity crowds at football games, including the NFL opener on Thursday when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers host the Dallas Cowboys. It would have been nice to have more people there than were in the stadium. And my view was, is look, you say you can only have 25,000 people, but yet after the game, you got 100,000 people, you know, swarm in the streets. What honest difference does that make at that point? So I, I wanted to have that for the Super Bowl last year, uh, but I'm glad they're going to be able to do it. USA Radio News. If you think the COVID vaccine alone will protect you from the coronavirus, think again. As the deadly disease breaks through to people who are vaccinated, it's critical to take a reliable temperature reading with the Exergen Temporal Scanner. It's the only thermometer whose accuracy has been proven in more than 100 clinical studies versus the non-contact devices that have no supporting studies and produce a false sense of security. Vaccines are not enough, and thermometer accuracy matters. Learn more at exergen.com. Over 7 million Americans lost their expanded unemployment benefits on Labor Day as pandemic unemployment programs expired. Many states have already ended the pandemic benefits prior to yesterday, with some governors claiming that it was keeping people from taking available jobs. Brent Brashear owns Doc's Smokehouse, and he says he's having a hard time finding people to work at his restaurant due to the enhanced unemployment benefits. Unemployment right now is back to a pre-pandemic level, yet everybody I know in the restaurant business is having a really difficult time hiring people. The the, the benefits ending, uh, it can't hurt, but I don't think it's going to be some kind of panacea where all of a sudden everyone is fully staffed again. That audio courtesy of Fox News. Jason Kramer also owns a diner. He tells Fox News as well. I couldn't even get people to walk in the door to even explain that listen. I'm willing to compromise and give you a living wage. It is strictly about capitalism. I took the risk. I put my life on the line. I put everything up. I worked hard. But I was willing to even share my wealth, the minimum, the minimum that we were making, with the employees. But I couldn't get people even in the door. You have all these statistics saying, with all these millions of people want jobs, where are they at? This administration is not, not middle class friendly and would never be. For USA Radio News. I'm Tim Berg. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? $92,000. Ouch. The IRS left. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk.
1205 here Tuesday afternoon. I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM 1600. KIVA, BQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. 550-5500 is the number to call. We'll check in with uh, weather and traffic in just a moment. Rudy Grande, still not able to connect the way he normally does. And, uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am running for mayor of Albuquerque. 56 days until that election. We did it in absolutely record time, and uh, let's just say that our competitors are very jealous of that. Not to mention, uh, well, you know, we're not doing a whole lot of other things like they're doing, like begging for public money or begging for this or wanting that. Or, you know, in the case of Tim Keller, running literally the city entirely into the ground, and uh, we're going to jump into that as well. Uh, (laughs) He does not want you to know uh, further I'll tell you, the FCC should be hanging out in Albuquerque uh, for the next couple of months to watch every single thing that they want to project on me as things that I'm doing that uh, they are doing. Other radio stations dumping me, dumping my my name if if it's ever mentioned. Uh, All of those electioneering uh, uh, practices have all been captured, and we do appreciate them continuing to do that. We have our team uh, doing what it's doing out there. Uh, let me just start first on a very super positive note this Thursday. If you have not registered at Fight Four Five Hundred Five, you're going to want to do so. All of our T-shirts and hats ready to go. Not to mention our yard signs and bumper stickers will be at RPNM. That will be uh, this Thursday, beginning at four p.m. So looking forward to that. I'll be playing the debate partially uh, from the only debate that we've had, by the way. I wish we had a debate every single day so we could actually focus on the issues. They'll be at 4 p.m., 4 to 7. You must register at Fight for 505 and become a volunteer in order to get the, as uh, the team is referring to it as swag, I guess. So if you want to go ahead and uh, jump on, get the swag and all that, uh, you have to be a, be a volunteer. We have everything uh, all set to go, ready to hit the streets and uh, let people know that we want to change the city. Met with uh, some very cool people today uh, as well that did a lot of video work. So we're going to be on video. So if you want to be part of our campaign commercials and you want to, you know, load up and, and do all that kind of stuff where you get to see yourself with the team out there. Uh, best way to do is you got to become a volunteer fight for five Oh five.com. All of that, uh, Chotsky or swag is reserved for everybody. Hats, t-shirts, uh, signs, etc. for our volunteers who want to go ahead and uh, fight for the five Oh five and make Albuquerque a better place. We've got D-Dowd Muska here, our number one, checking in. He is operating from home. I asked him to hang out at home today. He's got all his I, – I just wanted to see the stickies, if they were all in the right place, Dowd. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, they never move, do they? <laughs> they're, yeah, the stickies are in the right place. You've got everything. It's just – I don't know. It's something – about your order just makes me feel totally relaxed. <laughs> well, this is all part of a large project that will that the listeners will be benefiting from down the line. It's a deep, deep dive into how efficient and how high taxes are at your levels of local government. So this is a big project for okay. me. It's been going on for a while, and uh, we're going to be rolling it out in the months to come. All right. Very exciting. As always, uh, if you want to subscribe to Dowd's uh, newsletter, easiest thing to do is go to rockoftalk.chat, sign up. Don't forget, folks, uh, we don't need other media. We have our own media. Uh, My uh, opponents are certainly welcome to equal time uh, here on this radio station. I doubt they'll ever use it, but they are more than welcome to go ahead and have the exact same style and format of the show, and I'll be happy to produce it for them with me right here in studio. Nobody gets to touch my board but me, by the way. That's sort of the way that it works. Roku, Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV. Now, why this is important is because we're getting blocked out 
on all television. The only thing that's going to be written about me is negative. And we need to not complain about that. Right? Any attention is great attention. Keep sticking me in the news. Keep writing negative stuff about me. I've got the number of people who have, uh, you know, come and said, hey, we see what what's happening over there. I said, okay, that's cool. But, you know, we want to talk about the mayoral issues. Not, uh, you know, where Eddie Aragon lives or what he does. But since you put it out there, we're going to go ahead and, and, and get to that, too. So here's what happened today uh, the <clears throat> in campaign news, I should say. Um, the uh, Bernalillo County uh, Court. Uh, this is uh, State of New Mexico County of Bernalillo, Second Judicial uh, District Court. Uh, the woman who's uh, one of the subjects of IHateEddieAragon.com, Esther Rivera, petitioner, uh, versus Linda Stover in her official capacity as Bernalillo County Clerk, respondent versus Eddie Aragon, real party of interest. Now, let me tell you how angry they are that I'm in, in the race. They, it, it's unbelievable. The amount of anger I'm getting stalked. You know, I got serviced when I was in that line at Chick-fil-A. Yeah, the guy walks up. I haven't talked to you, Dad. I walked right oh, up. No. Walked right up. Uh, you know, I was in in line at Chick Fil A, and uh, you know, gonna go grab some lunch, and uh, walk right in line. And this guy like puts a camera right in my face, like right in my face, and he has like a, a hat. You know, kind of looks like a gang member, or whatever. You know, and slams it as hard as he can right on my window. And I say, Oh, okay, service. Oh, yeah, service. And then dumbass that he was, uh, and I'll have his name, uh, back, I literally just backed out. Because you know how I am, right? I mean, I think Dowd is very well and, and, yeah, I will. You, you're, you're not going to want to escalate stuff with me. And it's not because I just don't get, I just don't get worked up about stuff. I just don't. But something like that, it's like, oh, that was not very smart. So, anyway, we got everything that we needed to go ahead and, and get for that. And, um, you know, I return all favors. So just uh, FYI, uh, buyer beware out there. So uh, that was very interesting. And so immediately it's like, okay, I'll call my, uh, call my guys. They're, they do their work and we do our stuff. And, you know, that's sort of the end of that. So we have to take care of it. This, this is what happens with big city politics. This is what you're dealing with. You have to be ready to play this game. If you're not ready to play this game at this level, do not step into the ring. Period. I do this every day, every single day on the radio. And I attack, I'm an equal opportunity offender. I want to make this city better. I think it's going to get better, folks. I do. I really do. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. It looks great and glorious. It really does. What's happening, and you're very corrupt. Let's all say it with me. I've got our five C's, right? We've got city, we've got COVID, we've got crime, we've got commerce, and we've got corruption. Corruption is at the very heart and center. You're going to want to listen to this broadcast today. You're going to want to go and tell your friends, hey, let's tune into Eddie Aragon, the guy that they're shutting out. The corruption is already happening with electioneering by other news outlets. You know, Nancy Laughlin calls me today, and I'm like, oh, hey, it's Nancy. I you know, said a couple of nice things, but, you know, it's just like, how much money have you raised? I'm like, oh, okay. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Haven't talked to you before, but yeah, there we go. I'm just going to go ahead and spit it out. You know, just uh, straight to you. How about, how about some, how about my kids? When you meet my kids, they always have nice manners. You know, they're always really hi, please. Thank you. Oh, the one thing that just grates to me is, is manners. So, you know, um, I'm not brash. I answer the phone. 
Literally, when you pick up the phone and you call me, I answer the phone, and that's a good thing. That's what you're going to want from your mayor. This is what you want. You want responsiveness, right? This is important. We're going to get to something that happened over the weekend and then what the uh, Albuquerque Police Department is doing in its corruption. And I'm going to clear out the corruption in the Albuquerque Police Department, I mean, really amongst all the police forces. I mean, these guys are so battling it out. They've been so entrenched in that politics that, that's in there. It's just just gotten so bad. So let's get back to this. Uh, the document that was uh, given uh, in response. So Linda Stover, wonderful lady, by the way, you know, uh, hopefully she's uh, making sure that the elections are clean. <clears throat> Make sure those elections are clean over there. So I got in on the 26th. I went to the 9th, right? We qualified. They said it couldn't be done. I got literally a perfect number of petitions, none thrown out. Then they qualify me. I get certified letter today and I'm already sitting in court. <laughs> What did I do wrong? <laughs> Seriously, what? I'm like, don't go school. out and campaign. You, you've got to spend a lot of your time in court, Eddie. <laughs> do you want to improve the city? If you want to improve the city, we're going to take you to court. Because these corrupt people that are here, they will do everything they can from uh, to prevent the truth from getting uncovered. And they know that Eddie Aragon and the Kiva has an awful lot of it, right? People love us. People love our radio station. I got off the phone today with somebody. It's like, we got, you guys, what do you have? 20, 25,000 instant name recognition. People know who you are and what, how embarrassing it must be to be like Bill Anderson at KRQE 13, where he has to put up a fourth candidate up there. Oh yeah. They put Patrick Seiss, oh, Patrick Seiss, who com remember he committed to, to supporting me and all this stuff. Then we literally have Patrick Seiss on video for like five minutes, bad mouthing me. I'm like, you can go and find it. I'm sure they're going to go ahead and, and tweet that. Those guys on their Twitter team and the stuff that they're doing, uh, I have no idea because I don't interact with them. But the the Twitter guys, the the Facebooking, you know, I'm not, I don't do any social media. So they're out there just grabbing all this stuff, and then and then they proceed to have Patrick Seiss give the uh, speech uh, over for the mayor. I'm like, well, I'm not going to show up for that. If you're going to legitimize illegitimate candidates, a guy who we literally helped. And you didn't want to go ahead and, and you're going to you're going to feature a writing candidate. This is after Dinah had told me she had stated very explicitly that we have no more room. And I literally have, you know, the, the screenshot of her saying we have no more room. And all of a sudden we have all the room in the world uh, to go ahead and, and bring in a writing candidate who literally got in on the 31st. So I was laughing. I'm like, yeah, you guys have a good time. And turns out nobody went. So anyway. The county clerk, Linda Stover states here in response to Tom Grover. I want you guys to all say that name with me because yeah, I don't even know who the hell the guy was really didn't all of a sudden we're like, Oh, okay. Let's, let's find out about you. Okay. Well, this is really great. We get to get to start getting to know people out on the campaign trail. And so it says right here, it says now comes the respondent Linda Stover in her official capacity as Bernalillo County clerk through the undersigned attorney and hereby responds to petitioner's petition as follows. Number one, the clerk states that as a nominal defendant in the complaint, she is a neutral party in this matter, as she should be, the clerk, and does not necessarily contest nor concur with the allegations contained therein. Number two, the clerk further states that she has undertaken all statutory duties as set forth under applicable statutes, rules, appellate court decisions, to qualify Eddie Aragon, the real party in interest for candidacy for the 2021 local general election. Wherefore, the defendant, Linda Stover, the Berlin County clerk, Respectfully request this court to set the matter for a hearing as provided in New Mexico election court to resolve the issues brought forth in the plaintiff's complaint. So this is really kind of awesome. 
because now they want to turn this into like we do in La Politica, like in, in the land of La Politica, just a pure and complete and total mudslinging. But what, what mud can you sling at a person who got in 14 days before, who literally tell, who's been here broadcasting, living in Albuquerque the entire time, talking about Albuquerque the entire time, and you're trying to get him off the belt. What does that say about you and the connections, both uh, Esther and Tom Grover, directly related to Manny Gonzalez? And I have people who are Republican Party officers who are literally criticizing me for attacking Manny. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. So what are we doing here? Why is uh, let, let's let's break it down to just <coughs> let's keep things simple. Why does New Mexico continue to be new? Why does New Mexico keep New Mexicoing? This is why. Because you don't clear out the corruption. The people who are involved in this corruption that can't get away from this, that literally just find this and, and, and you know, like a moth to a flame. They see this and they say, and how is, I easy, how is it so easy for me to telegraph all this stuff? I look like a, a, a genius right now. Because I literally created a video that stated, I hate EddieAragon.com. Right? The whole video is right there. I lay it all out for you. There it is, A to Z. There it is. Go watch the video. You get everything you need. And then the same exact people plus somebody brand new comes into my hemisphere here, uh, Tom Grover. So I'm going to share some information about Tom Grover that I just became aware of, um, not the least of which is uh, a, a, a court filing by one of his former clients. Uh, and doubt I didn't share any of this information with you because – I'm still sort of sifting through all of this. And, sure, sure. and this is interesting because people, let me tell you, you will not eat sausage once you know how the sausage is made. Okay. Uh, you just trust me on this. If you know how not, sausage. Not even is made, sausage from Whole Foods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You won't know. And so I'm going to show you how the sausage is made so I, I can explain it in chapter and verse. We'll lay it all out to you because, you know, what's really kind of happening underneath the surface is anything but underneath the surface. The FLP demonstration that they had, I mean, I'm certainly, you know, behind, but, you know, uh, one of the, and we love our blue, we love our officers and what they're doing, but they literally got the fraternal order of police who are all backing Manny to go out there and seem like it's representing every single police officer. And I'm happy to go ahead and jump on board and, and support them, but every single thing is politically driven. Why can't we just have something that wants to make the city just a better place? Is that, is that too simple, too pure a commitment to be making at this point? I'm telling you, it's going to be a great week. Okay, folks? It, it, it just is. Sign up on our event, fightfor505.com, fightfor505.com. We're going to be at the Republican Party headquarters. We're going to be with Steve Pierce. We're going to be with Kim Skaggs. We're going to be with the rest of the executive uh, team that chooses to go ahead and show up. As you know, as you're painfully aware, for some of you who can complain, and don't complain to me. I don't want to hear for the umpteenth time, why isn't the Republican Party backing you? Uh, I'm backed. I've got Steve Pierce, uh, who's the chairman of the party. And as far as I'm concerned, that's kind of where it needs to, it, it's, 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 it's good enough for me. If the head guy of the party is behind your campaign and they want to see things change for 2022, let me tell you, you're going to see them change for 2022. This is me and Steve and many, many other people who are coming together. And the naysayer is going to continue to naysay. We don't have to out any of those people because, you know, they have their history with me, and that someday maybe they'll be included in their very own I hate EddieAragon.com video. You never know when that might be coming. So, appearances. 
<laughs> you want a you want a cameo? We'll connect the dots for you. you know? Preview of coming attractions. <laughs> yeah, let me let me reinforce something. If you're not prepared to play at this level, and if you're not, if you have to understand too that this audience is very large, and you know, shame on uh, the other television stations and news stations, KKOB, etc., for dumping my name every single time somebody wants to say it or not wanting to talk to, about me. Now, you have to wonder, as advertisers, you know, people who spend money on those radio stations at that point, is that really fair, uh, balanced, open, transparent journalism? I certainly have, have you know, commented that I literally shot a text directly to Eric Strauss. I said specifically to him, I said, you are being recorded. You are being recorded. <laughs> I don't know how else to make it more any plain. I mean, if we're going to clean up this city, I got to clean up the media first. I've got to clean up the corruption next, right? The, the media has got to get cleaned up because you can't get these guys to say something honest. Oh, and I didn't even know that Chris Ramirez, the guy who literally ignited and started the story about where I lived. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he wanted to throw a sleepover at my place. I wasn't really sure. You know, he rips out a paper. He's like, here's where you live. I'm like, okay, yes, I live right here. Uh, do you really live here? Yes, I live right here. Do you sleep here? Yes, I sleep right over there on that. And then I got Jessica Dyer doubling down. It, I would like to know, I, is it a couch or a futon? <laughs> is it a couch or a futon? Or daybed. Like, day bed. I, like we're, we're running around with this luxury. Like, we've got anything else to lose at this point. You know, it's bad enough I had to get into the race to go ahead and straighten this thing out. And for all you idiots who think I'm stumping for Keller, I hate Tim Keller. I absolutely hate him. I think he's a terrible mayor. I think he's an absolutely abhorrent, abhorrent politician. At 43 years uh, of age, I think his political career is done. And that's a rough thing to say to a guy like that who's gotten nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing done. Okay? You would think that, well, he can go on for the next 30, 40. No, not in this particular case. I think he has made complete and total rubbish out of every single thing that he's captured. So we are going to talk about some election issues. I have many questionnaires under your order, um, and that's that's important as well. I'll take your calls. <coughs> Excuse me. And remember, I don't screen my calls, so when you come on, you come on. And I literally had a guy who came on, and, and he called me. I think he said, I think he called me an a-hole. Oh, yeah, you weren't here on Friday. And I sat there, and I listened to him. He says, but I'm going to vote for you anyway. Yeah, I, I did the note study. I got the exact quote. Oh, the yeah. oh there you go. Okay, I didn't know if you heard that <laughs> All right. hey, when people who don't like you are willing to vote for you, that's kind of an interesting environment there. I think it's a good one. I think, yeah. you know, for the longest time, we used to say, you know what this country needs? This country needs a businessman as president. Hey, and then you got it. And look what you did to the poor guy. You literally killed Donald Trump. You're like, oh, wait, we didn't need one. We wanted more politicians. We wanted more corrupt politicians. Tell you what, we can't get these guys in there long enough. Like, what do you really want? Do you do you know what you want as a voter? Do you know what you're looking for? Do you know who you're selecting? <laughs> like, I literally... What do you say to your girlfriend? Do you know what you really want at the end of the day? I literally handed both... I literally handed both uh, Tim Keller and Manny Gonzalez their asses in a debate. I'm like, here's your ass. Let me hand it to you. And I'm going to do it to them again. Now, the news media is going to do everything they can. <coughs> Imagine the questions that are going to come to me, but I'm totally okay with it. They can, I want them to make totally worse. I want them to cut me off. 
I want them to just to take every single thing and I'm going to say, thank you. I'm going to have a giant smile on my face. I want them to treat me as unfairly as they, they possibly can. Because you know what? People are not stupid. Voters aren't stupid. They just aren't. They can see right through the BS. They've seen it way too much. So be as unfair as you want. Okay. Understand that I'm always prepared, even when I'm not, because I'm literally steeped in this crap daily, right? Issues, politics. I, I mean, I'm aware of things that are happening all the time. I'm back on my feet again after just, you know, kind of uh, dealing with a, a couple of uh, small little little issues uh, here and there that I had to uh, handle, but uh, namely they're handled and we're back focused on, on events. Let's get to that. we got to check our weather and traffic super quick with Rudy Grande. All right. Hi, everybody. I'm Rudy Grande. Time to put things together with the weather. It looks like it's going to be kind of muggy for the next couple and a slight chance of rain later uh, towards the end of the week. 92 degrees right now at the Rock of Talk. I-40 uh, looks like it's running pretty smooth across the uh, valley floor here, but it, that I-25 southbound, that is going to be tough stuff. From Jefferson to Montano <clears throat> northbound, from Gibson as you make your way up towards Central. As far as the drive out of the Kirtland Air Force Base, that'll also be under 10 miles an hour. Northbound on Eubank between Central, I'm sorry, between, yes, yeah, Central all the way up to I-40. This traffic report brought to you by Monty Cigar Shop on San Mateo, just north of Comanche, home of the largest seminar, which means the largest selection of cigars in town, 2,000 plus. And, of course, you got pipes and tobacco and accessories. Monty Cigar Shop, the place to be on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. With that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right, Rudy. Uh, I guess I'll keep Rudy on hold if he wants. I don't know. I don't know. we gotta got to roll with the punches here. And we got a caller. Yeah, keep it. Go ahead. Hello. Hello. Whoa. Hello, Kiva Radio. Hi, how are you doing today? I don't know. How am I doing today? What's going on? I don't know, man. How are you doing? This is Patrick Seiss. How are you doing? Hey, what's up, Patrick Seiss? Can I play your video right in front of you? Hey, I wish I wish you Here we go. Right? Let's uh, let's play your video. I think that should All be right, good. Play that video. I'm going to hear. Yeah. So uh, we got a video. I'm going to have, uh, this is going to be fun. So I think I have a nice little program called telegram you never want to punch down right oh, you punch up right isn't that is that is that the way we go on this uh down we always want yeah, yeah you always punch up so patrick hearing his name i'm glad the uh future write-in candidate is a decided and by the way this is uh, patrick this is the first time i'm talking hey you gotta keep you gotta turn the radio yeah, down there bro down there bro can you call back? Can you call back? No. Okay. Well, if you don't want to, you're, you're, all I'm getting is right, echo. Yeah. All yeah. I'm getting is I'll echo. Call, I'll, call right I'll back. I'll turn it down. There it is. There it is. That's not a guy with an attitude. <laughs> I mean, that's just straight up New Mexico right there. So we're going to hear this. So you think, let's see. Uh, Natalie, can you? Tell me where I can find this again. I got to go in and we're going to do like, this is going to be the most interesting mayoral race ever. The messiest, the ugliest. No doubt. Oh, here it is. Right. Okay. I'm going to mute you for a second. Uh, Dowd, since I produced my own show over here, we'll go ahead and uh, play. Patrick Seiss did not call back. So I'm wondering. So Patrick, you're welcome to call back and speak to the exact thing that you're saying. So here he is. Here's a recorded conversation with Patrick Seiss, essentially uh, bad-mouthing me as much as he possibly can as an event after he's pledged to sign up as a supporter and additionally also pledged to 
as long as I got the signatures, he was going to support me. I, we we haven't even put out a, a blast email or anything, but let's see what he had to say. He called me up mm-hmm. four weeks ago and he said, Patrick, I'm thinking of running. And this was on Saturday. But somebody told him on a Friday. So Friday they asked him, why aren't you running today? So he spent the weekend. Monday he says, I'm going to get in there. He told me this is how I'm going to do it. You know how he did it electronically, and I don't have the money to fight him. I don't have the money to fight him. So, so now he says, you heard right there, he does not have the money to fight. Fight what? Dude, you literally had, you, know, you said, we got 3,000 signatures. We got a Republican on the ballot. We tried to help you. I think we probably got him 1,000 signatures on his own. The only three contributions I believe he got are $5 contributions were the ones that he and his significant other, who was very nice. Uh, that you know we talked to so there you go so let's listen to some more he did electronically you can only like, if you sign my petition you couldn't sign his petition so anybody that signed my petition couldn't sign his petition but that's what happened they signed my petition I don't think I have to finish my because I'm I'll come back to that I don't have money is that a banana? God bless him if you're cheap do it that way. He's not for the people. He's not for the people. There it is. I'm not uh, for the for the people there, um, as as it were. So that's what I'm getting. I, I don't know if that's considered, you know, negative campaigning or what it is. Let's uh, continue some some more. It's always interesting because this is stuff, you know, really for all of us that we're listening to out on the campaign trail, and you're seeing how people react. Remember, I was nobody. I barely got into the race July 26. They're making sure my name isn't said anywhere. Uh, they're canning me absolutely everywhere. It's like a media blackout. And the first thing they come in is like, where does Eddie sleep? Chris Ramirez said, here, here you go. Investigative reporter. Like right in there. It's, it says it right on my petition, where I sleep and where I'm registered. So let's continue. I guess if, since I'm a, th- this is a really boring subject, by the way, but we have to cover it because this is campaigning. I to work with him. He didn't want to work with me. So. Uh, Patrick, I didn't want to work with you. Is that what you said? Who's this? Oh. Hey, Eddie. Who's this? This you, Patrick? That's me. We got okay. no radio. So we don't right. back. Oh, there we go. All right. Hey, let's let's go to this. Let's go to this little statement here. This is fun. Go right to this. There we go. Hey, uh, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to have her pipe down over there. Who wears the pants in the family over there? Gotta see that. All right. So take a listen. Hey, take a hey, wait, take wait. a listen. Albuquerque. I can do this. Something is, I'm yesterday I counted 17 meets, 14 eyes. Just pay attention. Man. What are we paying attention to again, Patrick? There. Yeah, we're paying attention. I'll, I'll broadcast that. What I was saying there was because you have your little cronies. Do you know Natalie from? Uh, you know Natalie. Uh, she's and not. I, a, she's not a crony. She works for the campaign. Well, I guess she is because if she. Listen, what is, what's can, a crony? Listen, do you, do you, can you tell me listen. what the definition of a crony is? No, I, I'm not going to listen after no, no, no. you openly right, wait, wait. disrespected wait. me. To uh, you went to an entire event 
You're a write-in candidate, Patrick. You're a write-in. All right. You're not on the ballot. Nobody knows. No, you're not going to show up on the ballot. Do you want Colorado? No. Do you want California? I'm not going to. No, no. You're not going to. You're not going to respond to me. I'm not trying to argue with you, Eddie. Well, you're you're certainly talking over me. Well, you're talking over me, Albuquerque. With that, that that thing there was this. I was saying because I waited for Eddie, and I did. I did say Eddie. Well, what did you I wait for? With what I, I was what were you waiting for? for? Well, let me finish, Eddie. You're talking over Albuquerque. I told you guys, and I said Eddie was going to be the next mayor, and I was going to work with him. That we were going to work together. I waited and I waited and I waited for Eddie to call me, even his campaign to call me. Nobody called me. The last day, and I got paperwork 15 minutes before deadline, I decided, well, if he's not going to call me, he doesn't want to work with me. He's not that type of person that's going to work with me. Okay. He's not going to work for the people. <laughs> so then what happened? Natalie calls me and tells me, do you have something to tell me? I said, no. Do you have something to tell me? I said, no. She said, then said, you better call me. Then I told her, this is America, hung up on her. Okay, so let me talk to you for a sec. <clears throat> so you gave me two qualifications. One, I just needed to get, and this is, you know what? Albuquerque's t- tired of, of listening to this, honestly. You just said, yeah. you just said that you hope that I'm mayor. You said that you would support me as mayor. Then we literally have you on video here actively campaigning against me. And you must want Tim Keller or Manny Gonzalez, both Democrats, to be mayor of Albuquerque. Because I don't understand any other reason for what you did what you did. I'm a very busy guy. Uh, I don't owe you an apology for not calling you. Because we, we were all getting started this Thursday. So I'm sorry if you feel like you, know, you were left out or you weren't part of this. But you gave your word to me and everybody out there. And then you said, I'm not for the people. Patrick, we literally went to go get signatures for you, bro. We we That's literally right. tried to help you, okay? You are, and you, you didn't and you didn't make it. And you decide you want to go ahead and, and jump in on uh, um, fifteen minutes before five because you're really gonna stick it to me. Then fine, Patrick. No, I'm not. not I'm not really worried about it. I really am not worried about I know, it. I know. I know you're not because so, when you told me, so, when you told me what you told me was if you don't help me out, I don't care because it's going to be over with anyways. There's a lot of stuff I know that I ain't going to even well, say anything about. Okay, well, I've met that's you one even, time. That's not, even, that's not even anything. Why are you so stop being? You know what? You, you got to drop the chip, bro. Really, just let it go. All, just all drop, drop your chip. Team, you know what, Patrick. You said your piece. We've got a, a city to save. Well, you aren't going to be part of that solution. You're welcome to join my uh, uh, campaign team after you decide to after you decide to go ahead and apologize to me while I play the rest of what you said to me. <laughs> Goodbye, Patrick. So here's the rest of this. We'll get uh, we'll get more of uh, this bad mouthing going on. I mean, this is this this is the stuff I have to put up with. I really don't care. People say negative stuff about me all the time. It's none of my business. But when it's on from a guy who literally wants to say go out and actively campaign against the only Republican. And he's supposedly a Republican. He's supposedly a Republican. I'm like, fine. I don't care. I didn't. It will let you, uh, Rudy, do you heard, you heard the conversation, the, the exchange. That's interesting, right? Well, yeah. I mean, cause I've heard him on the interviews that you've had with him. Right. And now I hear him on this and I say, Hmm, that sounds exactly the opposite side of the coin. Yeah. So anyway, it's, it's interesting. Uh, here we go. Right. From what I understand, you signed Eddie's petition and to to get him on the ballot, 
and you had made a promise to him no, I didn't. that I you would be that you would support his campaign if he got the required signatures. Correct. Correct. Okay, but he got the required signatures, Correct. so now you're running against him. That that seems like because kind of. Uh, to the start. We were supposed to work together. That's what I said. Correct, one hundred percent. This gentleman did not call me. He's had From what I understand, he has been trying to call you, and you haven't been returning the call. No, 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 no. no, I know for a fact. I got a phone that works. No, I, I know for a fact because uh, a good friend of mine happens to be Natalie, and Natalie has been calling is. you. There it is. Natalie has been calling me. Correct. Okay. So why she haven't call, she called me Wednesday and said she is Eddie's I representative? Have, why haven't you returned the call? I asked her. She didn't call me. She called me the day of the deadline, and this is what she said. Well, she's called you multiple times. I got directed on the phone. I can show you proof. I don't lie. I show proof. Okay. So Natalie called me the day of the of, 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 the next day after uh, signatures, and she says, I thought you were working. I said, Natalie, I thought it was working. You guys didn't even call me. She says, we were waiting for this day to see who else was coming up. I said, thank you, Natalie. Have a great day. I'm not going to play it. I'm not going to play games. They want to play they're in the game. game. You've got to play by the rules of the election board. Exactly. And it's like there was a certain day when Eddie could start campaigning and not before that day. If you do it before that day, you break the rules. Well, no, I know. I've been yeah. doing it for so, two and a half years. Eddie said he's been doing it for three years. Eddie hasn't been doing it for six years. Hmm. He's only been doing it for three weeks, four weeks. It just seems like a little disingenuous, Patrick. I'm sorry. Believe me. When Eddie turned his back on me on air. <laughs> How did you do that? Just you got to go back I'm not going to go into it. Uh, you got to pay attention. Uh, I've never said anything negative about Patrick on air until just now. So we're dealing with this. This is a sideshow. Like I said, he was supposed to. We were supposed to work together. He chose not to. Look, I'll even show you a text message that I text him. I asked him, are we going to work together, Eddie? He hasn't called that text, nothing. This is Eddie. I don't care about Natalie. Eddie is Eddie. Me, he called me. Yeah, but, you know, Natalie is Eddie's representative right uh, now. Eddie called me. All right. So anyway, I'm bored with this. Uh, no reason. And then, you know, here he goes, uh, his little campaign speech. We'll give him the last minute, 22 seconds at this event. Hi, my name is Patrick Seitz. I am running for mayor of Albuquerque. I am a small business owner, a retired truck driver, owner-operator. I come from a family with deep roots in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I will always defend the police department. I will never defund them. Um, what's going on nowadays in Albuquerque, we've got to change that. Uh, crime is out of control. Uh, we need new ideas and new pictures or views for the future in Albuquerque. Uh, the homeless is out of control. We need to get that corrected. I'm also wanting to bring back uh, trade programs and um, uh, mental programs funded by the cannabis uh, money that you have every day. Uh, we need to get those programs online. We need to get people working oh. and educated and moving forward here now we're working. Uh, once again, my name is Patrick Sice. I'm going to hand it over to the next speaker. Uh, you guys have a great evening. Uh, let's uh, make history. I'll be a write-in candidate. Um, so let's make history and let's do this for our city. All right, there you go. So anyway, enough of all that, uh, whatever that is. So just kind of let that go. Let's check out weather and traffic. Very, oh, actually, before we do that, I want to get Dowd's take on all this. I'm sure he's... Uh, Getty, you know, I, I think this is a man, maybe perhaps a very well-intentioned man, and I'll, I'll preface this I'll preface this by always, I always saying I'm not part of the campaign. Uh, this is just my analysis. Uh, I, I, Mr. Seiss appears to be a person who lacks situational awareness. Uh, 
Patrick, you were always a fringe candidate with, with no name recognition, no organization, no website, no previous political experience. I, I, I'm, I'm going to give you some tough love, buddy. Eddie was beyond nice to you. Uh, in fact, as a kind of a participant in the program, I was getting annoyed at how many days in a row he was putting you on the air to help your campaign. Uh, as I understand it, you came nowhere near getting the signatures you needed to, to qualify. Um, it, it sounds like you're you, you lack situational awareness, you, and you are taking this on a very personal level. Somehow, Eddie didn't contact you directly. I, I think you really are unaware of what's actually going on here. I mean, whether you like Eddie or don't like Eddie, Eddie is a very known quantity. He's a media figure here. He has a vast amount of political experience. Um, Eddie's not a fringe candidate. I, I don't know if Eddie's going to win, but Eddie's not a fringe candidate. Uh, you were never anything more than a novelty politically here. You were never a player. I, I think Eddie really extended you uh, a, a real hand of friendship and put you on the air again and again. I think there were days, Eddie, maybe three, four days in a row you would put him on the air and yeah. get his information out there. But, of course, he didn't have an office or a, or a website, so it was hard for people to reach him because he didn't have an organization. So, uh, you know, Eddie, I think uh, we, we cynical Irish say no good deed goes unpunished, and I think this, this might be another case of that. Well, he called in, and I'm just not interested in any of this. Uh, we have a city to save. We'll do that. We'll save ABQ, and I think your analysis is spot on. And we just have to, you know, the, the fact is, is this is getting, um, you know, my real you know, beef with all of this is the fact that KRQE decided to go ahead and recognize him as a candidate. Um, crazy, but I, crazy. You, you just, I mean, and you can pull up the story, go look at yep. the story and, and we're trying to show people what's happening in the media and how things are getting skewed and biased because they're so scared that we're going to win the race. They're very scared that, you know, we're, we, we aren't going to be part of their cabal that has been taking over Albuquerque. Uh, and it's been, it's part of the same group of people that are doing the same thing over and over again. Uh, I, I don't know what Albuquerque wants to be when it grows up, but it's got a hell of a lot of growing up to do because this is absolutely just ridiculously petty and, and uninteresting to me, but you know, Patrick wanted to go ahead and call in and we'll leave that there. So thanks for your analysis. Uh, want to get back to the Tom Grover piece. We'll, we'll jump back into that. <laughs> Right now, let's put things together, starting with the weather, where it's nice and hot out there, even kind of muggy. Uh, no real chance of rain today, but look at this. The uh, roads are starting to clear up just a little bit, I-25 at least southbound. It's getting back to speed as you wind your way into that typical slowdown that usually builds at Jefferson. That's starting to thin out for us. Northbound on 25, though, unfortunately, that's not. It's going to be tight as you wind your way from Gibson up to Central. Looks like it's under 30 miles an hour. And the drive on Coors Boulevard southbound towards the South Valley will be a little bit tight around Montano Plaza. And Rio Bravo, that's busy but moving kind of okay, uh, coming off I-25 west on Rio Bravo out towards Isleta. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Salon Deluxe in Country Club Plaza, undoubtedly the cleanest salon in all of Rio Rancho, and the home of Canyon Water, which will clean out us inside. Canyon water is healthy water. If you start this, oh, this is the slogan, change your water, change your life. Go get some Canyon water at Salon Deluxe. Learn more about it at SalonDeluxe.com. We're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Okay. Good job, Rudy. Thanks for doing that. Okay. So um, on another uh, front, I do want to put out something that the Republican Party I put out a little bit earlier today. It was pretty awesome. It says, a new report out today shows that New Mexico moms concerned about learning loss and struggling with demanding jobs and kids at home feel it's really important to have their children back in brick-and-mortar school settings despite the risk of 
COVID-19. And if you saw the full stadiums, college football, if you saw any of that stuff that happened, the rest of the world is open, folks. New Mexico is the only place that's truly shutting down. Uh, doubt if you could add the data behind uh, my statement that I just made. I'd love that. The problem, Governor Lujan Grisham still says, she says me she might shut her schools this year. This is what you're dealing with, okay? Certainly, Manny has been compliant. Certainly, uh, Keller has been more than compliant in all of this. Uh, there's been hardly any pushback. I got thrown out by the BCSO out of, uh, what is it, Cafe 6855. There was a video of that. Many, many people saw that. Um, and, and this is, we're headed back for lockdown once again, okay? We're masking here. They're not masking in Arizona. They're not masking in, in uh, Utah. They're not masking in Colorado. They're not masking in Texas. But us here in the state of New Mexico, uh, oh, you want to run your anti-vax commercials about me? You can do that. I don't, I don't mind uh, just because that's my own personal choice. I'm not going to get a vaccination until it's gone through the three and a half, four year. By that time, COVID will be through its 22nd variant and uh, you guys will be getting booster shots. I'm just not going to go through that uh, mess. I'm going to take care of my body. So when asked if Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham has any plans of returning students to remote learning this year, if COVID-19 <clears throat> cases continue to rise, her press secretary, Nora Meyer Sackett, said in an email, that ensuring New Mexico students can safely be in classrooms is a top priority. The number one tool used to ensuring this is New Mexicans getting New Mexicans vaccinated. That's their number one tool is to get everybody vaccinated, which continues to be our main focus, including, and then they use the media to bully, right? Not enough uh, youngsters under the age of 12, not enough youngsters under the age of 18 vaccinated. That's why it's spread. That's all these people who are, come on. We've already, we've already plowed through the data. By the governor implemented a school vaccination policy. We told you since day one that she was going to do this. And if you don't stand up against this, let me tell you, there is no ends that she will finish you off with. She will not stop. She implemented a school vaccination policy. In my opinion, that's not the providence of the governor. She shouldn't be, be concerned. She didn't do a very good job at health secretary, which she resigned under duress and force, right? We encourage every New Mexican to stop the spread of COVID-19. Yes, like we're actively trying to spread it. That is foolishness. You're not trying to do that. Nobody wants to get sick. Nobody wants to infect anybody else with that. Me not getting vaccinated has nothing to do with whether or not you are going to go ahead and get COVID-19. If the vaccination works and you believe in it, you can do two things. One, you can mask. Two, you can go ahead and vaccinate. Three, you can uh, do your social distancing and protect New Mexico children by getting vaccinated wearing a mask indoors. So here's what the Republican Party says. That is not the answer moms were looking for. Shouldn't we let mothers be mothers? Families be families? Shouldn't it be a place where a mom gets to ultimately decide what those children want to do? I mean, don't your children belong to you? What country is this? Instead of standing up for working moms and their children suffering from learning loss, Lujan Grisham still considers shuttering schools and options, said RGA spokesman Will Reinert. Mothers know what is best for their sons and daughters, and they should not be forced to have their kids left in the dust while children in surrounding states learn in person. I don't know that school choice could ever be more important than it is right now, or for you to remove your kids from some of these public school systems, which are going to be absolutely, the impact that they've had on your kids is devastating. You can't measure it. You can't compare your kids to how they're doing to kids in Texas or Arizona or Colorado. But I can tell you that they're marginally worse if you were to rank those states. So put pen to paper data against my, my statement, Dowd, um, that the claim that I made. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, Eddie, you're you're absolutely right in saying that we are in the in the, in a distinct minority of states with uh, mask mandates. We only have this is according to the AARP, and I I trust their judgment because AARP is one of the most wealthiest organizations in, in America. Uh, only seven states. Now, these states will not surprise you, deep blue as they are. Uh, Hawaii, New Mexico, Oregon, Washington, Illinois, and uh, Louisiana are the only seven that require people to wear masks in indoor public places, regardless of uh, so-called, quote-unquote, vaccination status. Slow that and, down again. Say those states one more time, please. Uh, yeah, uh, Hawaii, uh, New Mexico, Oregon, Washington, Nevada, Illinois, and Louisiana. Those are the only seven right now, as of today, the 7th blue, of September. Blue, 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 blue. Uh, but if you want to get even worse, uh, on that list, only one of those states, Oregon, requires face coverings in public settings outdoors as well as indoors. <laughs> yeah, that's Kate Brown. Yeah. So it's interesting to uh, note the uh, in interesting things about her. So uh, let's take a few of your uh, texts, and we're going to – okay, here we go. MLG, Eddie just wants mothers not to be moms, but to kill their babies. Patrick needs to chill out. This is the kind of trash that keeps Albuquerque, New Mexico in the sewer. Exactly. This is exactly it. That's why we, you know, need to point it out. Uh, let's see. 450 people showed up to support Los Alamos lab employees who may lose their jobs if they don't get the C-19 shot. That is beautiful. Uh, I want to say a big hello to our wonderful people up in – in Los Alamos today for uh, heading on up there. Sorry, I could not be there. I know so many of you guys listen. If you want to go ahead and call into the station, love, love to hear from you uh, today. Uh, congratulations to the city uh, or to the 450 people who who uh, showed up to support Los Alamos lab employees. That's just, that's terrific. It's absolutely terrific. Eddie, uh, wife was in Colorado this weekend visiting family. Spent time in some place called Manitou Springs. I don't know where that's at. City supposedly has a mandatory mask. No one was wearing a mask. <laughs> Anyone who watched the Indiana University, Iowa University Big Ten football game got a good view of how the rest of the USA is dealing with COVID. None seen on TV, and I was looking. That's right. And you saw that. I think the Wisconsin game was one of those. I think uh, maybe Tennessee. I don't know. Whatever it was that, that's out there. Not wearing masks. Fully crowded stadiums, folks. Understand that. Okay. This is a political agenda at this point. Please understand that. I'm not crazy. They're going to try and make you think that I'm crazy. Right. The only unvaccinated candidate, unvaccinated candidate is a commercial on the other radio station. Yet they won't say my name. Uh, oh, Manitou Springs is Western Colorado Springs. Okay, beautiful. Haven't been there. Uh, let's see what else we got. Oh, everyone wants to tell me where Manitou is. Not well-traveled. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, now I have the name of the guy who served me, who, who uh, very interesting. We'll, we'll get into the, huh, wow. Boy, this is a small town. Oh, my gosh. You guys are going to love this. Okay, I got to read that before I go on the air with that. Okay, some people's egos are like glass, Eddie. Others are like balloons. Eddie, I'm so glad you know which is which. <laughs> <laughs> I was hanging out with my brother in Colorado Springs last week. Nobody gives a damn about masks. Exactly. I mean, do you realize how strange it is here? The mentality right now in New Mexico? I'm going to break you from that. Let me break out. Support me, my candidacy. Go to fightfor505.com and uh, you will absolutely love what you see. Hey, Eddie, why do you get involved in these petty little dramas? You're above this. Thank you. 
Well, I am, and I have to point out how I am above it. You can't see if I'm above it if we don't have the conversation. Uh, P&M is requiring weekly COVID, is COVID tests if not vax. I would quit P&M. Okay? They overcharged me for my utility anyway. And um, let's see, a number of football games that he this weekend chanted, F Joe Biden. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's very funny. I think that's a good thing. Is Patrick's last name really Smalls? As in you're killing me, Smalls? That's very funny. <laughs> uh, Eddie Patrick Price has Chicano Crab Syndrome, which do you know what that is? Uh, pulling the one that's trying to escape out. Yeah, right. Yeah. So they like the like the sort of gang uh, mentality there. Uh, Eddie Rock, positive way you approach things is an inspiration and indicative of your upstanding character. Thank you. Oh, that's very nice. Uh, crickets, well said. You'll be the... Oh, wow. That is very good. Yep, yep. Uh, yes, Eddie, please tell New Mexicans to say excuse me. They never do. Have you noticed that? I mean, the lack of manners around here? Like absolutely crazy. It's just really, really bad. Hey, I'm waiting to hear from your staff to make a date for your meet and greet at Okay. Um my staff. Like like we've already implemented this giant staff to move in the mayor's office. Fifteen hundred like, folks on the payroll already. If you want our vote, if you want our vote, you need to show up at this day. I'm like, well, I'm happy to do it, but if you actually call me, I answer my phone. It's an amazing thing. You know how many times I've called myself? I now get phone calls from myself. People will hide their numbers to call me. I'm like, oh, how am I calling myself? <laughs> uh, let's see. Love it. All right, good stuff. 550, 50, 500. One more check on weather and traffic. Rudy Grande. All right, uh, as we put things together, we start with the weather. Yep, it is definitely hot. Yes, it's even a little bit humid, but we'll get through that, looks like. And I can tell you it's getting through the uh, North 25 right now. That's going to be the biggest struggle of the afternoon. No accidents, just a very slow pattern has developed in the S-curve. Northbound on I-25 between Gibson out to Central. Beyond that, looks really good all the way into North Albuquerque. Looks like it's going to be a struggle right now getting across Paseo del Norte, at least from 2nd Street crossing the river. That doesn't look like a whole lot of fun, but at least you're still moving a little better than 40 miles an hour. And in Rio Rancho, things still looking okay. A little bit sloppy right there on the 528 at the as you come up on uh, Southern. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Taco Tote on Central across from the historic Highland Theater. They got that great meal deal, family of five. You can eat it at the Taco Tote, or you can take it home. Either way, you're going to be the hero with the family because it is a great meal, and the family's going to be able to take time and just enjoy each other along with the great meal. Taco Tote on Central across from uh, the Highland Theater. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right, so we got flooded with phone calls, which means this will be like a takedown uh, of all the... Oh, there we go. There we go. Uh, so we're not going to hit the top of the hour news, and you guys will be okay with that because sure you want to hear from your fellow burqueños and this will all happen at once watch watch them come in i've got the dump button on so when you guys dump your filth on my air i'll dump it i'll dump it right with it so just so you know what's what's coming uh let's see we have are you still there dowd i'm here there you are dowd knows what's uh, coming okay um i think this is patrick are you still there patrick no this is already uh who's this this is Rudy still. Hey, Rudy. Oh, I hit the oh. wrong one. Sorry about that. <laughs> Call it, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, Eddie. 
Yes, who's this? Hi, I wasn't sure if it was my turn. Anyway, it is a uh, Democrat, Democrats should definitely be scared of you because you will be our next mayor for Albuquerque. We need you to be in there to fix this train wreck. Also, I had the pleasure of meeting Natalie on Backstreet Grill, and she didn't seem like a crony at all to me. Um, she was fantastic. I'm just sorry that Patrick feels the way he does. I think it's kind of ironic that the Democrats are putting out there that you're running um, because you're trying to let Keller win. <laughs> it sounds like Patrick was put in there to kind of break up things to affect you winning, which isn't going to happen, but good try I anyway. I agree. Um, and I also wanted to mention that any, I would like to challenge any Catholic Democrat out there that's listening to ask yourself, how can you support the party for abortion? Because there we you, can't go. Be Thank you. you can't be both. You've all got to that. be one or the other and you've got to pick. Oh God. And you're, Just let all the air out of the room. It's perfect. Thank you. And you're going to do awesome, Eddie. Thank you. I have total faith. Um, and I'm just so thankful and so happy that you're running. Cause I really truly believe that you care for the city and I you do. truly want to make this change. I do. And I've listened to you for a long time, and I don't select people that easily. It takes a while to earn my trust, mm -hmm. and you fully have it. And I really just love what you're doing. I love the Liberty Ladies, what they're putting out as well. And uh, like I said, Natalie was just a charm to meet, and uh, she's just very nice and help helpful. And um, I'm looking forward to working with her through the volunteering. Um, that we all need to, right now we all have an opportunity, since you're out there, uh, to get out there and do our work to get you in office. And I think that's why they're afraid of putting you on out in the public. And I think it's ironic that this news station ends up putting Patrick out there and not you. So it's, Well, he, it's he put us both. It was just meant to create confusion. I mean, on, well, the, on the state of New Mexico election website... They don't even have uh -huh. my phone number right. Uh, it also has, you know, some other interesting little tidbits. I'm glad you brought this up. It, it jogged a bunch of things. You know, Manny Gonzalez, you don't even know where he lives. He has a P.O. box, and yet they're, they're hassling me about where I live. Uh, Tim Keller, it's been rumored, no longer lives at home. I mean, we can go on and on about all these things, or we can just try to fix the city. I don't think well, the, and these people are literally wanting to put me in court um, for, for no reason. Uh, I've got well, I've got prior case law here in the state of New Mexico, 1981, that that shows exactly this. We've got a 2005 case with Ken Sanchez. Same thing. This stuff just should all get uh, tossed out, but it won't because I'm a Republican, and the Democrats yeah, are deathly afraid of of a Republican, a real Republican, getting into office. Exactly, and and you were wrong about one thing. Keller did do something for the city. He got a rainbow sidewalk that he wasted <laughs> our money on that could have went to helping. Time. Yeah, but I think all of this is just a distraction. It is, and yeah. to keep you from getting out there. So I think we just all need to stay focused. We need to be out there sharing with one person, thank you, and several people, and have them keep. We need to spread this like wildfire, like a domino effect. No matter how the polling is, no matter what they're trying to do or trying not to do, it doesn't matter. We just need to stay focused on what we're going to do and do it. I and agree. I think right now we all have this great opportunity and we only have two months to F take 56 advantage. days. We don't even have two months. We have 56 yeah. days 
and uh, one guy's still clamoring for public funds, and the other one is, uh, I don't even know what he's doing, but we have uh, 92 homicides right now in the city of Albuquerque. So, you know, he's not doing the job. We need to clear uh, Keller out of there. Uh, I'm the guy to do it. I'll make it happen. Um, I've out, I outperformed them in the debate. You can go to eddywins.com. Absolutely. And you can go to uh, fightfor505.com. I mean, anybody who's trying to stick me underneath the rug, you can't do it. Uh, they can't ignore us any longer. No, and, and I think we just need to stay focused on the issues and get the information out there. And I think the other thing that you need to keep stressing is that when you get into being city manager, because I know you want to change the title. Yeah, I do. Um, I, I think you should put out there that you're going to use the radio station, that more people hear about this, um, that they can call in if they have a problem, or you'll give them the update, what's going on in the city, where we don't ever have accountability, especially when we have fake news going on. The whole thing is fake news. I mean, you right. can't, you, every single time someone tries to say my name on KKOB, uh, they hang up. You know, that's not being fair to the entire, uh, to the political process even. And they're only promoting well, two Democrats. That's, that's, I think that's disgusting. I think they should, uh, they should, uh, something should definitely happen to them, uh, based upon well, that. Well, I, I agree. And I think there should be accountability for misinformation being put out here, especially with Rachel Maddow and Ivermectin. And this is right. another example as well, um, because the information that they're not putting out is harming people. And I think it's wrong, but I think we have to realize it is what it is and have to accept it and just do what we need to do to move forward, because we just need to get out there and let everybody else know, because people are catching on and they're fed up. They are. They're fed up so, uh, and they caught on long ago. You can't fool anybody anymore. I think no. everybody has perfect information. I think the voters are now the smartest people, and they have been uh, misled the entire time. They know they've been cheated out of an election. They know they've been cheated. I mean, here locally, the same thing that happens all the time. So uh, I'm glad well, to e see you even, out there on Thursday. You're gonna love. You're gonna love what we're doing out there. Go ahead, wrap it up. Oh, I bet. And even Biden supporters aren't happy with him. So, oh no. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you, Eddie. We greatly appreciate you. All right. Can't wait to see you on Thursday. More volunteers. That's what we I need. I can't wait either. It's going to be a lot of fun. Bye. We're going we're gonna to party in the streets. All right. Call you in the Cuba. Go ahead. Hey, Eddie. Uh, I don't get to talk to you very much, but I uh, just have a question. What what's are you your, saying? On what's the your list? number? What's your name? My name is Ben. Ben. Go ahead, Ben. So where do I stand on what? Where do you stand on this proposal to bring back uh, red light cameras or speed bands? Hate it. I'm dead. I'm dead set against. I'm dead set against I, red light cameras. I'm dead set against uh, any sort of surveillance from the state or the city. I don't believe in any of that. That shot spotter technology. I'm not into that. Uh, I'm telling you right now. I don't like any increased surveillance by the by the government of the state. You know, we used to live in a society where we worked on trust, where we knew things, where people could actually, and, and think about all the surveillance that's going on with phones as it is now. You know, anyone can, can, but people are afraid and they don't call, you know, 911 calls are down this year. Why are 911 calls are down? The reason why is because the police haven't been able to do anything about it. Their hands are tied or they're choosing not to. And they're like, well, we're just not going to get it done. So the red light running and, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, that's not just going to stop unless you get the whole malaise to stop. And there's just a lot of people with bad behaviors. Everyone's in a hurry to get in a place every every other place. And we shouldn't need red light cameras. I think it's a bad idea. Well, I, I wrote to the entire city council and I told them, I said, I would actually respect you, respect the council. If you just came right out and said, hey, this is a money grab. 
But this, again, is typical New Mexico. Yep. The same as last time. They did not put them at the most dangerous intersections. Mm-hmm. They put them at the busiest intersections. And then they came in the middle of the night and snuck in speed camera, speed uh, things with them. Yep. They couldn't account for the money uh, where it was all going to Arizona or wherever. But here we go with let's take this failed policy, and we're New Mexico, so we're sheep here, and yep. we'll go for it again. And and I hate to say it, but you've got far more confidence than I do in the people of New Mexico. The previous caller was just saying that people are getting fed up and people aren't going to put up with it anymore. Well, obviously, no, they're not. They are perfectly willing to put up with being last place and everything. Um, so and, and it just gets worse. Well, I'm going to so show you 400 we... people who aren't willing to put up with it. And they'll say, no way. And you show up, be a volunteer, come hang out with us, and I'll show you a whole gang of people that aren't going to put up with this crap and this corruption here. And that's exactly what you're talking about. You're talking about corruption. Who, is, who else is going to talk to you more plainly than this? So let's, let's, let's get you with us, come hang out with us, do stuff with us uh, to campaign to change the city, and then we'll get everybody else to change around us. Because what they have been doing, glad-handing and, and corruption and all the other stuff, it's been the same people who have been running the city for like the last 30 years. And they love it. They want to keep control of us uh, by keeping us dumbed down and with no information. I mean, the red light cameras, we threw those right out. Uh, so many people didn't pay their fines. Uh, I remember when I had, you know, one or, or, you know, it was going through like an intersection, sent it in. I mean, it's, it's just like, no, we're not going to do this. This is uh, absolute ridiculousness. And so the people didn't want it and they pushed it out. And why is it being, being brought back in? They think it's like a tough on crime initiative. And we don't want a police state. We don't need a police state here. What we do need is we need law and order, which is very different than the Gestapo police state. We've had Gestapo police state the entire uh, last uh, 18 months. I got thrown out by the Berlio County Sheriff's Office. Uh, they put white gloves on their hands to pick me up, to throw me out in front of my kids because I didn't want to wear a mask. Think about that. I was already sitting hey, down at the table. It's just absolute, absolute and total ridiculousness. I think uh, a good society polices itself uh, to a large degree. And when they're, when they're confident in each other and there's real, real criminal penalties for people who are committing crimes, not this, uh, you know, cyclical revolving door of criminality that, that happens so often. And our police absolutely need to be supported. They're not supported. It's all been political for them. I mean, even yesterday's stunt, I mean, that, that's a group of people who are standing behind uh, Gonzalez. I don't know that the campaign uh, and the people who are associated now with the campaign who, who are emboldening uh, Gonzalez didn't set up that whole thing with Onyate last year in, at, uh, at Old Town to topple that thing to make t- Tim Keller look bad. And honestly, I think they may have been just doing it in both because they both benefited from it. Every single time that we have an event like that, we sacrifice some of our liberties so that we, we can go ahead and say, oh, we did something about it. No, you didn't need to do anything about it. That d- event didn't need to happen in the first place. Well, I appreciate you, Eddie. All right. And, I appreciate uh, you calling in. Yeah, c- you. come hang out with us, all right? All right. Call you in the queue. Go ahead. Hi, this is Tim. Hello. Yeah, Tim. Go ahead. Oh, okay. First thing I do, hope you make mayor. Is we that, need you very you. badly. But I got some. I heard some stuff on the news about vaccinations and uh, face masks for vaccinations. European Union and UK have banned vaccinations for anyone under fifty. 
Is that true, Dowd? I don't know if that's uh, true. It probably is, right? Yeah, I figured not. Yeah, he'll he'll dig for that. We'll find but that's out. what I heard on the news, and also I've heard uh, Bounty say. I think they're just repeating it. But Bounty said that masks do not stop the spread of any disease spirit. Yeah, we know that for a fact. But the other one I heard just a few days ago on the news, they said both UK and U- European Union have banned vaccinations for anyone under 15 because they're worried about the health of the of the children. And it's not going to make any difference since children have almost no chance of having any really serious complications. Yeah. Well, it's and, like, like playing in the mud, you know? I mean, the kids are going to pick up every disease and germ and everything, and then they just become this robust, you know, uh, disease-fighting, you know, uh, a human that can take on anything. <laughs> so You are the only candidate that's going to stand up for the people against his... Uh, uh, COVID madness. Oh, yeah. You're the only insane. one. Everyone else is afraid to touch candidates at any level, seem to be afraid to touch the subject. And they have to stand up against it. It's destroying the country. And they're talking about all these boosters like every four months. I mean, that's terrible. Yeah, it is. The, but, uh, I actually have it as one of my five C's. We have a campaign of five C's. We have uh, crime, commerce, COVID, corruption, and city. In COVID, we're going to hire a local epidemiologist and we'll challenge every single one of the edicts that comes from the state of New Mexico, however we possibly can. I don't know. That, I don't know how we're going to fight it. I just know that we're going to fight it tooth and nail all the way, all the way through. You see, this is why you're unique and you have to win. All right, I mean, Tim. I pray every day that you do win. Come, come hang out with us uh, over on uh, on Thursday. Um, join the Republican Party. Uh, come hang out with us on Thursday and. Uh, We'll have a nice little shindig, and I'd love to shake your hand and meet you. I will see if I can do it. My health has been very serious. Oh, okay. I'm, right. uh, I'm almost died the last few years, oh, three no. times. Did you get the COVID vaccination? No, I'm not going to get it. Okay. Because I've heard it has neurological problems. Okay. And with my health problems, that would really finish me off. It's, it's, a, it's a dangerous vaccination as far as I'm concerned. I realize I'm not a doctor, but... What I've heard like that one. It's your body, yeah, couple, your body, you get to do with what you with it what you want to. And uh, I've heard you know, the yeah those our interviews with those uh, top doctors. Yeah. And they're against it too. Mm-hmm. And they know better than Fauci does by far. And uh, we need people like you very badly to stand up for us, not just in yes. regard to COVID, but yeah. for other aspects. I love you, Tim. What you said right there is exactly what I want to do. You need someone to stand up there for you because you're sick. You can't fight. I can fight. I'm going to show you how hard I can fight, and I'm going to teach everybody else out there to fight as well. And, and at what you said, I mean, that's, ex- what, that's music to my ears. We, I want you so you could be able to stand up for us because when I hear your voice, I hear all the other people who can't fight back, right, and, and particularly the kids. You know, the young kids who are growing up in a society just like this, they can't fight back. They have to do what they're told. And can you, ima- can you imagine growing up in a world where you had to mask your, your up your entire youth? Uh, you weren't allowed to participate in sports or you weren't able to do this and do that. And there was literally nothing, nothing that was going to happen to you if you didn't wear a mask and you didn't get vaxxed. I'm not the uh, conspiracy theorist here. These people that are running the government right now, and they are running the government, are running... 
the ground because they want complete and total control, and they don't want the, the truth to come out, Tim. They do I not want the truth to come out about all this stuff. But I listen to most of your different uh, programs on 1600, and they're very helpful if these programs, if everyone listened to them, especially the Rocker Talk and the uh, Liberty Ladies, they would, be, they would see the world in a much more accurate way. Tim, I love you. I hope I get to see you. You, you are, your call's everything to me today. It really well, is. Just, and, uh, I mean, just listen you, to how sweet you are, sweet your voice is, what you've been dealing with, and you deciding to, to, to take a stand for yourself and say, this is my body, this is what I choose to do. I'm not going to let people penetrate my mind. I'm not going to let anybody misinformation. I'm going to choose to do with what I want to do, and you're willing to live with whatever the consequences of that might be, but you have informed yourself. You're actively informing yourself daily. This is what you do, just for, just to survive. You'd be surprised all the bad stuff people tell me. I know. I, them, I know. I tell them it's medical. It's very serious, and they don't care. Yeah. And uh, but you're out there, and I'm very grateful for you. Hey, um, I do it for you. I do it for me. I do it for for the next generation. I mean, and honestly, and I, and I want my family to stay here. The I will thing pray is, for you. Thank you so much. I appreciate Every it. Every day, all right. because you are important. Thank you, Tim. You have a great day. Hey, you too. This is like the sweetest voice. I mean, honestly. Did you ever, did you hear like such incredible sweetness out of that man? And, you know, Mm -hmm. he needs help. He wants people to fight for him. He's, uh, he's reaching out. He's, you know, I mean, it's not easy to come on a radio show and start expressing your opinions, and certainly people recognize you. Well, he also made a great point about, you know, people with health conditions are very concerned about this vaccine because all vaccines have the potential for side effects. And the idea that this syringe is uh, going to solve all your problems for people with pre-existing health problems that might be prone to vaccine reaction, they don't want anything to do with this thing. And who can blame them? Good stuff. Let's check on, uh, hey, our good friend Rudy was very sick last week. and. Uh, We'll let him tell us. Uh, Rudy, uh, why do you think you were sick? A um, couple of suspicions. Um, I had been three months since the uh, vaccine, and I was wondering if it was just an adverse reaction to that. And only because I got sick, uh, what, three weekends ago, six days later, got the same thing. Six days later, got the same thing. And so it's like, nah, this is too weird. And so I just, the only thing I could think of that changed in me was that three months ago I got the back. Okay. Good stuff. All right. Let's do uh, weather and traffic very quickly. Rudy Grande. All right. As we put things together, we start with the weather looking like it's going to be very hot today. I can tell you it's 87 degrees right now at the Rock of Talk. And I can also tell you that the 550 northwest bound. That's getting pretty well hung up, pretty much from the river on up to the Santa Ana Star. Just extra heavy, seems like, today. Also, if your drive takes you across Paseo to the west side, get ready. You're going to lose speed pretty much right off the I-25. It's just going to be pretty slow all the way over to 2nd Street. But then it does seem to pick up for you ever so slightly. And if your drive is on I-25 northbound, still uh, stubborn from Gibson on up to Central. This traffic report brought to you by Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. They really give the folks some really good care. You need to get to know the people at Amazing Grace. And listen, if you're taking care of your parents and you need just kind of a break, maybe a weekend or so, they call that respite care. And Amazing Grace is able to help you with that as well. Pretty great people. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. Get a hold of them by going to homecare, all one word, dot theplaceilike.com. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. 
Albuquerque's Macro Aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVABQ.FM, Rock of Talk.com, and Rock It's actually 5725. I know some of you just like, you need that just so you can get done with, uh, well, take it off in an uh, hour or two. D. Daska is in his beautiful, well organized home. It, it, the, the level of serenity I get just by looking at his board, I cannot tell you how much that, that pleases the OCD in me. <laughs> Do you think I'm more OCD than you, Dowd? Uh, I think we have unique strains of OCD. Oh, yeah? Okay. <laughs> I can be very silly running around with dogs and Kralis and not being uh, on a tight schedule. Yeah. Um, but as you say, my, my color-coded uh, county government <laughs> charts are very important to me. That's really great. Well, you're very thorough. You are very thorough. So a very funny story came out over the weekend. I'm going to switch gears just to kind of pep things up a little bit. So hold your calls if you don't mind. I'll be welcome to take your calls, go through more of the platform, uh, get my positions on things as much as you like. I'll offer equal time to any of my competitors, uh, which means we'll still have equal access to various people who are going to call in, which is also very interesting. So it says, <clears throat> Eddie Shower, that a conservative New Mexican investigates. In an era of deep political divides and increasing distrust of the media, in a light of recent new reports and a court petition inquiring about Albuquerque mayoral candidate Eddie Aragon's living arrangements, we, as a conservative New Mexican, took it upon ourselves to conduct a thorough and uncompromised investigation into the structure, style, and sanitariness of Aragon's residential shower. Our findings prove revelatory. The investigation was spurred by the oddly specific interest of KOB's board, Chris Ramirez, and the Albuquerque Journal's Jessica Dyer, who also inquired about Aragon's sleeping arrangements following, as yet unproven, allegations that Aragon was not residing at his studio office, office within Albuquerque city limits. To maintain utter objectivity, the conservative New Mexican will leave the an analysis of Eddie's betting to Chris and Jessica. But we did our part. Here's our story. First and foremost, Eddie's a bar soap guy in a pink ceramic cutout within the stand-up shower itself sat an approximately 30% used bar of ivory soap. When interrogated about his hatred of modern body, bottled, wash, bottled body wash, Aragon was cagey and dismissive of his sudsy preferences, stating, well, I'm bald for one, so one bar will do and less waste for two. Two conservative Mexican asked the question, is it because you've been to prison? What? <laughs> they then ask, is it because you're a closet liberal who loves in the environment? Well, I do love the environment. Is it because you're actually really old and mentally stuck in the 1980s? I'm 47, but the 80s were banging. Eddie replies, further investigation revealed that Eddie's shower head was not detachable and offered only two pressure settings, high and slightly less high. True conservative then asked, how many gallons per minute are dispensed, dispensed per pressure setting? I have no idea. The people deserve to know. I honestly can't tell you. It's enough to get clean, though. How clean? <laughs> At this point, Aragon raised an eyebrow in a suggestive come-hither type way. In the interest of science and for the reputation of investigative journalists everywhere, we kept our guard up, but drew nearer. And he lifted his arm and wafted outward with his left hand, with no smell was detected, seemingly confirming his claim of sufficient human cleanliness. Further investigation, however, is warranted. 
Next on the inspection report was a comprehensive sanitation evaluation. The shower overall appeared well-built and structurally sound. No leaks were detected. Uniformity of the tile work indicated spacers and proper grouting practices were followed in the construction of the shower. And Aragon's towel, which was white with three vertical blue stripes, was neatly hung on a towel rack next to the closet. Inside the shower was a whole other story. While no dirt or grime was present, there did appear to be some signs of hard water spots on the tile and glass door. True conservative New Mexican asked, how often do you bleach? Weekly. Soft scrub or powder cleanser? Uh, soft scrub? It's a much superior product. Considering your bar soap puritanism, you understand why some might assume you would be used clouder, uh, powder cleanser? Soft scrub is the cleanser for me. Why don't you bleach more often than weekly, they ask. Some people may not know this, but excessive bleaching can yellow the tile and erode the caulking, which increases the likelihood of leaks. Your conservative then asks, are you, a secret, are you secretly a contractor? I run a talk radio show. Do you do it for yourself and, or hire it out? The talk radio show or the caulking? Don't evade the question, Eddie. I do my own caulking and talking, Eddie claimed. It was pointed out to Aragon that the shower caulking looked professionally done. It's not that hard, he said. We stared at each other for a solid five seconds. Eddie blinked first, but he was otherwise expressionless. And the blue stripes on your towel? My, uh, the, the, the towel? Your defensiveness is noted. The final aspect of our investigation was safety. We pointed out to Aragon that there was no textured anti-slip stickers on the shower floor. There are not, but I really should get some. It's for the best, they said. I'm sure it is. You're no spring chicken, Eddie. One fall could do significant damage. I'll put it at the top of my mayoral to-do list, I respond back. We recommend Gorilla Grips brand stickers. They come in seashell and duck shapes with a variety of colors. <laughs> Eddie said nothing to our helpful suggestion for increased shower safety. He merely stared as if it was his personal mission in life to force us to break the awkward silence. Two conservative then asked, we have a few extras if you want them. That's very generous. After removing a five-pack of Gorilla Grip brand ducky stickers from our official conservative New Mexican belays and sliding them nonchalantly across Aragon's desk, we once again engaged in a staring contest. A floating particle of dust unfortunately forced us to blink first this time. Do you have any other questions like about my plans as mayor uh, to fight crime or end homelessness uh, or how I'll push back against the governor's tyrannical pandemic policies? Unwilling to allow the subject of this special investigation to steer the conversation to friendlier territory, we snapshot our notebook and glared a piercing glare. This investigation is terminated when they left. Tell me that isn't just unbelievably funny and brilliant. Good satire. Good, good, good stuff. And uh, it just goes back uh, directly on both the Albuquerque Journal, uh, QB Channel 4. Channel 7 should have also been included in that. And um, there you go. That's what they what they really want to do. But folks, if I don't get out and and jump in the mud and and do this, nobody is going to go ahead and do that. And the way that we get to expose the media is we get to show their extreme bias. We get to show just and I get to be the punching bag for all of that. So that's that's essentially what I am. I'm coming out. And we're going to expose the corruption. We're going to clean up the crime. We're going to improve the city. We're going to increase the level of commerce because we're not going to do this essential, non-essential uh, uh, business that they keep wanting to do. And they're going to remove all of these COVID things that they keep trying to put down on us. And I, folks, you just got to you just got to jump on board with us. Fight for 505.com. That's fight for 505.com. Let me uh, get this 
Eddie, I'm just reminded of uh, here, here. Uh, Saul Alinsky's, uh, you know, the big lefty commie boy mm-hmm. uh, from years ago. When I think Hillary and Obama both loved him. Uh, his rules for radicals, number five, ridicule is man's most potent weapon. There is no defense. It is almost impossible to counterattack ridicule. Also, it infuriates the opposition who then react to your advantage. That is uh, absolutely the case. Ridicule, ridicule. I'll tell you what, the rules for radicals that I try to tell people that, you know, many conservatives should employ some of these tactics themselves. Absolutely. Not a strategy. It's a tactic. And I use it, you know, I use this kind of stuff all the time. Let's take a couple of uh, quick calls. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Oh, hey, Eddie. This is Bernadette. How are you? Hey, Bernadette. How are you? I'm doing great. You sound so happy. I can't, you can't imagine how ecstatic I was when you said you were running for mayor. I was like, yes, finally, <laughs> somebody I can actually be happy about. I'm excited. Thank you. Are you going to show up on Thursday? Are you going to come hang out with us and um, enjoy uh, some uh, some musica? And uh, we're going to do some filming and stuff. Dowd won't be there. He doesn't. He participates uh, in zero of campaign or anything, so you will not see him. <laughs> That's the kind of trouble I don't need. Yeah, he, has, he has no interest in any of that stuff. Oh, shoot. Well, anyway, I wanted to call you about a couple of things that have been bothering me that were in the news last week. Okay. I hate watching the news, but I'm I'm bored when I'm eating breakfast at 530 in the morning. Okay. I talk to yeah. the TV, by the way. You should do when I uh, the reason I can't watch TV is because I talk back at the TV. I get into arguments with a newscaster. That's what I do. Yeah, that's I, I do a lot I do. of name I calling. And I'm just like. I can't speak but it's literally like, oh, I want to chew. Oh, nope, 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 not going to go there. Anyway, right, what's on your mind? The one question I have is there's two. Um, they were talking <laughs> about how they were trying to make, have, hopefully, oh, wait, we lost you. Plus we, we lost you. Uh, start from the top. Uh-oh. The second. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, the one thing that was the first one was they were talking about how the restaurants are trying to recruit more people to come once they get once they get off of this three hundred X dollars a month. And one thing that they were saying they're making um it um, appetizing. That's not the word that they coming in my head. Hey Bernadette, can I ask you um, to step out more incentives? Bernadette, can I ask you to step outside where you can get a clearer signal? I'm inside the house. Uh, yeah, you're it. definitely inside the house, and something in I your call house. Call you is... on my land? Yeah, that's what my kids say. I tried to call you on the landline. Uh-huh. I'm going outside right now, and it keeps hanging up on me, saying that your phone number has been disconnected. I don't know if anybody else is getting that. Huh. Is that better? Yeah, you sound great. Go ahead. Okay, cool. What they were talking about is how they were trying to get the people back to work here in New Mexico, mm-hmm. how the restaurants were trying to incentivize people to come back. How they were making it more appetizing to come back. What people do not realize is if you have not gone to a restaurant lately, that they have raised the prices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's getting passed down to us. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things they're not really telling you. And I love the restaurants. I love going out. I miss going out. We do do it now and now and then, probably more than we had. Oh, I was eight months ago. But still, that was one thing that bugged me. And the other thing they were trying to say that, um, 
Other than pe- the people that are getting off of the unemployment, um, wasn't as bad here in New Mexico, but they do not touch is going on in the other states. Repeat that one more time. Talking about the job stats in New Mexico, yeah. they were not. That, they're trying to say that the unemployment here is not as bad as what's in other states, but they don't tell you what's in the other states. Oh no, and we're the, like we're the, the yeah, we're the worst. They won't, we're the absolute worst. Yeah, we're the yep. absolute worst. Oh, I know. Yeah, the, the I knew that. tail end, I know that they're what, 49th is the last report, but we're bouncing back and forth. Yeah, Eddie, we're, we're 49th, uh, we're, we're 49th tied with California and New York for 49th in the country. Yep. So there was something she said last week, and I think it was on Channel 4 because I can't stand KRQE anymore. I'm mm-hmm. with you with that one. Those people are they're so boring. I like Erica, but the rest of them are boring. Um, but it's like you're doing, you're doing such a disservice to people. You don't give the actual information anymore. Nobody does. No wonder Rush called it drive-by media. Yeah. Boy, Miss Rush. It's not, Boy. it's not like it was. I wasn't gonna, I'm going to say 20 years ago when they would actually give you a lot more of what was going on in the news. Yeah. And now it's like five, ten second bites of crap. Yeah, well, you're about to hear something, so uh, make sure you go turn on your radio, and we'll see you hopefully oh, on, on Thursday. And you're about to hear something that is going to just make you make you shriek even more. So I'm about to bring on Murder Mike, and you're going you're gonna to okay. hear about the, the latest homicides, but... That's not uh, even the worst of it, so uh, we'll get to that okay. here in a sec. Thanks I'm for calling, Bernadette. Thank oh, you. Yeah. For Thank us. You. Yeah, for all of us. i got work to do. You guys are going to hold my feet to the fire, too, which is going to be pretty awesome. So we'll get Murder Mike to, to go ahead and check in right after we get a check-in on weather and traffic. Rudy Grande. All right, as we put things together, we're going to start with the weather, and I need to apologize. Last time I said it was 85, I meant to say 95. Because that is what it is, hot and humid. No chance of rain. That's the only good news right now. I will tell you, it's also slow as you make your way on I-25. Looks like we have a new accident, though. Uh, this is going to be I-25. Uh, looks like it is southbound right there before Montano. And it's taken up a couple of lanes, taken up a lot of time all the way back now from Osuna. If your drive is on Paseo del Norte, right off I-25, westbound on Paseo, get ready. You'll be under 30 miles an hour. It does get better, though, just beyond 2nd Street, so that's kind of good news on your way to uh, Coors Boulevard. Oh, and Coors Boulevard, that's up to a slow trip right now. Southbound from Lauria to Montano, and uh, that's about, uh, looks like 10 miles an hour from here. In the South Valley, Rio Bravo is going to be tight. Westbound coming off I-25, but at least it's moving a little bit smoother than usual. All right, well, this traffic report is brought to you by LifeSpring at Salon Helena, of both Canyon Water and the Salt Spa. Salt spas are great. In fact, it is really good if you have asthma or any kind of breathing problem. Canyon water is alkaline water, which means if you change your water, you'll change your life. It is great, healthy water. Live Spring at Salon Helena on Manal, just west of Wyoming. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right, good job, Rudy. Uh, Murder Mike is joining us now. Murder Mike, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, Eddie. I'm just trying to sift through all this kind of stuff that's been going on the last few days and uh, make some kind of sense of it. So we're going to start off with, uh, boy, I even got my scanners going. Sorry about that. We uh, we, were, we literally were right down to the minute on this. Uh, beginning with yesterday. Hey, you're, you're, uh, you're, you're, be- you're burying the lead there, bro. We got, we, got, uh, we got more important news before we do anything. I just 
I just brought you oh. in. I served you up on a silver platter. And something happened this weekend, Murder Mike, uh, to, yes, I think, I think specifically to impact both you and me. Yes, it did. It, I, 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 I want to say that, and this isn't us, but no one's been keeping the stats. No one talks about uh, doing the scanners more than you do. You know, we've got shirts made for you. I think, I think we're out of Murder Mike shirts. Everyone has, yeah, the Murder Mike shirts are gone. Um, anyway, um, Boy, something, a lot of people want them. <laughs> so, something, something happened this weekend, and I want you to describe it in full detail. And then read that statement if you happen to have it handy. I know that you put out a statement uh, on it yesterday afternoon. Go ahead. Okay. Um, actually, Friday, just before midnight, APD radio communications went silent without any prior notification. Uh, after further investigation, it was determined that APD had made the transition to 100% encrypted communication. This was all done dis despite their promise to keep APD communication transparent to the public. This, that was less than a year ago when they promised that under Deputy Chief Medina at that time. This severely limits the ability to provide accurate breaking news on crime or any other events that occur within within the city police department. Also, APD has not updated their 2021 homicide list since August of 28. That's more than 10 days ago. I can only assume that APD is, and the city, the city of Albuquerque must have something to hide, um, to go dark like this, because it not only affects us, you and me, Eddie, but it also affects the entire news media um, organization in Albuquerque. 4713, the journal, all of us that rely on scanner radio traffic to provide accurate information to Albuquerque has been cut off to us. Uh, there's alternate routes, you know, we can go to, like I, for accidents, for shootings, things of that nature, I can listen to the fire department medical frequencies. State police is open. The Bernalillo County Sheriff's Office is open. The Albuquerque Fire Department is open. APD is the only one that went totally encrypted. So this, it, 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 it baffles me. I mean, all of a sudden they have everything go silent. Well, why, why does it, let's ask the question. Why does this baffle you? Um, well, I, well, first of all, because, you know, uh, my, my, my first immediate in, uh, reaction is they, they must have something to hide. How long um, have you been listening to scanners, Murder Mike? 50 years. 50, well, actually, uh, 58 years. I started listening to the scanners when I was 13 years old here in Albuquerque. Nowhere else, just Albuquerque. When I was 13 and I'm now 71. This is the time that you have not been able to listen to uh, scanner chat in the Albuquerque Police Department, correct? That's correct. This is the very first time. What's unique about this year? Um, the fact that it's encrypted, uh, the fact that we can't hear anything at all. Um, I mean, you know, it's not like we're hearing tactical. We're not listening to the tactical channels. So this, this has no threat. It has no... Uh, direct impact on tactical operations. We don't hear SWAT operations going on. We don't hear stings going on. We just hear regular dispatch traffic on, on an everyday basis the, of calls that officers respond to. So, so what, what's really unique, and I think they see this, is so they haven't reported a single homicide uh, since August 28th, correct? 
And we are, we are now at 92 homicides, right, with the two we've had over the weekend? I believe so, something like that. Yeah. One of them was at Moriarty, and one of them was here. Oh, okay, was so, the- so 91, and uh, so Moriarty. Uh, okay, uh, I don't remember that one. I thought I read two in, in the city of Albuquerque. One was early early this morning. They found a dead body What about what 4.35 in the morning, you said? Yeah, 5.45 this morning yeah. on... Uh, Melrose and Fifth Street. So we had that one. Then we had a, another uh, uh, murder. Um, was it Saturday night or Sunday morning? Well, at um, at three fifty p.m. on uh, Monday, there was a drive-by shooting that occurred at Tower Park in '86. Okay. Now, uh, it, it's unknown the condition of the, the patient. The victim was described as an eighteen-year-old male, and he suffered a gunshot wound to the chest. Now you had to phone. you had to notify right the other news stations about it. You notified Channel, Channel, Channel Four. Four. Yeah. Okay. So so here's the problem, folks. And when you don't have transparency, when we can't track the scanner traffic, Tim Keller, the corrupt mayor, Tim Keller, maybe the most corrupt mayor that we've had since that I can think of uh, in terms of what he's been doing and how he's been you know, calling his program. I think. This is a loathsome individual at this point. If you shut off scanner traffic, that prevents us, the citizens of the city of Albuquerque, from knowing what's going on. Generally speaking, when you listen to scanner traffic, there's anywhere from 180 to 200 people who are tuned in just to kind of listen to what's going on. Okay? And a lot That's of people great. a lot of people are going to say, oh, well, you know, you don't want to give it to the criminals. The criminals are going to have it. Okay. <laughs> The criminals. Well, you know, uh, Eddie, I'd like to point out that uh, a lot of people say, well, you know, the criminals can hear it too. This is true. But with the, except the fact that uh, not all criminals can get a hold of the 10 codes. And even if the criminals do get a hold of the 10 codes, they do, they, they have no idea of the content of which is, is being dispatched. Right. In other words, it, it takes either an officer or somebody that's tuned in to know just how this traffic is being dispatched to understand the call. Yeah, well you've been and you've been doing it for 58 years. Okay, so yep. back back to my point. This corrupt mayor and his corrupt uh entourage, I think that are also part of the brass of the Albuquerque Police Department need to go, okay? They absolutely have to leave. And let me tell you, these people are going to continue to pad the stats prevent more bad news from coming out, tell you about how great. So their strategy for fighting crime is now to tell you about how crime isn't going up and how they're doing a better job. And, well, the public's too stupid to know any. They are disrespecting you. When they don't give us information and we can't report about it, we don't have accurate information, we can't just make up stuff. And now we've got things that aren't going to even be reported. How many times, uh, Murder Mike, have you waited uh, for a report to come through and you don't generally get it. Oh, many, many times. There's been a lot of shootings and homicides that have occurred in Albuquerque, and APD has never uh, admitted to that uh, event particularly happening. The, P- I mean, the it, PIO it has consistently obstructed your ability to get it. And I believe that that scanner traffic is in direct reaction to the fact that we are on that scanner traffic all, all the time. That's all. That's we all we focus on. For that bottom of the second hour that we go into, we've been covering a lot about where things are at. And there was, a, I guess, a big shooting over at the Hotel Blue uh, downtown. Uh, there was a big shootout. Almost nobody reported upon it on any of that stuff. Did you notice that? 
That's I, true. Yeah. I had to hear that from I had to hear that from Aaron Jones of IPS, who's my client. To hear about what happened over there about the shootout, which would would have been right across the street from my apartment that I lived in a long time ago. Um, that that's now a bookstore. So uh, here you go, Albuquerque. This is the government that you are going to get, and they are going to say that this is in direct relation to people targeting cops. Do you, buy, that, do, you buy that ar- do you buy that argument? No, sir. Okay. No, not at all. Because, uh, number one, the, the crooks just, uh, again, as I mentioned, even if the criminals can't hear it, it's, they can't always put put together what's really happening in that mm-hmm. call, you know, without the codes and without the, the content of the, the way the codes and dispatch is being done. So, Albuquerque, so you not- are now less safe today. You are less safe because you have uh, one less team that can work on the scanner traffic and tell you about where things are happening. We tell you where that stuff's happening all the time. In the paper, it's a little blurb and then a giant story about, I don't know, the balloon fiesta or the Lobos or something. They're going to go ahead and tell you about how great everything is. It's not. You know it's not. Yeah, and then there's a little paragraph at the bottom of the page that said, oh, a homeless person was shot and killed. Yeah. Well, that's still a homicide. Right. That's still a violent crime occurring, and now we can't do it. And we were the only ones. We are the only. You were the station. first one. You were the first one to report on them shutting down the, the scanner traffic, correct? That's correct. Yep. So there you go. All I don't right. think anybody still has reported on it. I, I think this is the first time anybody's even brought it to the public's attention. Yeah, you go to KRQE. I'll go to uh, KOB, and I'll meet you in the middle. We'll see where okay. we're at as far as that. I'll, I'll go to KOB first. Uh, New Mexico State Fair trains workers to check vaccine cards. APD officer shoots, kills suspect in Moriarty. Farmington shelter struggles to find forever homes. Um, let's see. Nope. APD officer kills sub, uh, APD investigate shooting at Southwest Albuquerque Park. Nothing. I've got nothing here whatsoever. What about thirteen? There, doubt. Uh, I'm actually searching the news uh, the news search options for DuckDuckGo and Google within the last week to see if Albuquerque's police scanner comes up. Anywhere, I, I've got absolutely nothing uh, in terms of the last week. Nothing. Youth livestock show canceled this year. Wife of wounded APD officer lashes out. Federal unemployment benefits expire. Plenty of New Mexicans house ASAP. How much money do Albuquerque mayoral candidates have? Oh, I didn't see this yet. I'll have to take that out. How many do they have? I start, well, I doubt. Let's see if they were fair. Sorry for the little uh, digression, Murder Mike. See well, that's they, okay. Let's see what, let's see what Nancy reported. Uh, let's see. Oh, a, a pack collecting money in support of Gonzalez. That doesn't mean that. Nope, she didn't put it. See this? She didn't put the date I started raising money. I told her, I said, well, you can know how much money I have as long as you put the date that I started raising money, which was August the 26th. <laughs> she couldn't do that. And if you'll notice, Eddie, also, none of the TV stations, nor the police department has even acknowledged the fact that there was another shooting at 3.05 p.m. on Monday where an unidentified mm-hmm. female was shot in the face in the 500 block of Morris Northeast. She was transported by an ambulance to a hospital in stable condition. It was a through-and-through shot in the cheek. But nevertheless, that was still a shooting. How are you getting that information? Uh, from the fire department rescue. Okay, good. All right, we'll stay on it, Murder Mike. I appreciate you very much. Now you can't keep stats. We're working on it. We can get a lot of stats, but not all of them. Can't stats anymore. 
Um, I can keep stats of down and house when, it, when this requires. Nobody cares, uh, nobody, cares, nobody cares about down and house. They're everywhere. Yeah, right? I know. That's a, that's a stat just, of something, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we don't. It, it's just that we don't. We don't need that. What we need yeah. is we need uh, homicides, assaults. You know, shots and fired, maybe calls. Store on that because we. I think we brought it to the forefront of the. We brought it to the public. The public of it, and they started saying something. I think the city hall impacted. Uh, too much information was getting out that they did not want to get out. And oh, they on it. you mean like real reporting, like the real news? Like real reporting. Yeah. Like reporting what's really happening in Albuquerque, not just a, a, a spin of something else. Do you think these people want a better city? Does it ever make you wonder? I, well, you know, Eddie, I was born and raised here. I sure do. I know I do, too. I, I've, you know, I drove an ambulance in, this, in, in Albuquerque for 25 years, and I, I, I've seen the worst of the worst. And I've, I've, in the last 10 or 15 years, I've watched Albuquerque go downhill. So I can just everybody down, feels down, that down. way. I, got to, uh, I'm, I mean, everybody's feeling that way. I mean, yeah. we, we got to get back. I hate to say it, but we got to get back to the 60s and 70s uh, heydays for New Mexico. I mean, or yeah, for Albuquerque. Yeah. I mean, remember yeah, how beautiful I, I grew up in the 70s. You know? Yeah, well, I grew up in the 60s, but I, I can remember when I was able to walk all the way downtown and go to movies yep. at the State Theater and the, and the Sunshine Theater without oh, man. having a worry in the world. Those were the days. Those were the days. I love it, and I, I know you're going to be able to turn it around and bring it back to the way it was, Eddie, so well, I, I got I, faith in you, my friend. I, I know you can I have, do it. I have faith that I can do it, too, so I'm, I feel like this is the, the right time and the write everything at this point. So I'm, I'm yeah, I've known you for a while and you're the right person for the, for the job. So, all right. Thanks Mike. All right. Thank love you, Eddie. Good, good work. Good work. All right. Let's check on weather and traffic. What do you think about that? Dow? We, we got to get Dow's reaction to that. He's, <laughs> uh, you know, I think you asked Mike a question a few minutes ago, Eddie, about what's changed. Uh, my answer to what's changed is we're, we're setting a murder record in Albuquerque. I think that's one of the things that's changed that, that might have some connection to this police scanner issue. Um, I'm going to be looking up the law to see if there's any state statute covering this. Yeah, and I'm also, uh, I'm also going to be looking up the uh, contact information about how our listeners can get in touch with the city to, let's just say, express their thoughts about this new development. Uh, ABQ Report is reporting 98 homicides. So that's interesting. Um, I think it's, we have 92. As of September 3rd, 2021, at approximately 3.40, APD has chosen to go 100% encrypted. Um, radio communications limiting any kind of transparency of the police. Yeah, ABT scanner, by the way, that's, that's Mike. So, yeah, you're reading off of there. At this time, it's unclear if the remaining agencies will follow suit. It's extremely disappointing that crimes against police officers has, have pushed the chief of police to this end. That's crap. It's complete and total crap. Actually, you know what? I second guess this, uh, Medina. You better work hard to make sure I don't get elected because I'm firing you day one. You're, you're gone just for that statement alone. Like, I don't even have to talk to you. All I have to do is say, uh, this is not something where it's crimes against police officers. There's an entire community here that wants to plug in and help police officers. Trust me. Absolutely. I mean, you, ha- you have no idea how much we back the blue here from day one. Absolute and total crap. Oh, uh, just apropos of nothing, Eddie, I, I know that the office is closed right now, but if any listeners want to contact the city regarding this uh, sin against, real sin against transparency, the office of the mayor's phone number is 505 768 
3000. That's 505-768-3000. You have reached the City of Albuquerque, Office of the Mayor. Our office is open Monday through Friday from 8 o'clock a.m. until 5 o'clock p.m. You can also reach the City of Albuquerque through our Citizen Contact Center by dialing 311. The Citizen Contact Center is open Monday through Saturday from 6 o'clock a.m. until 9 o'clock p.m. If this is an emergency, please dial 911. Wow. All right. There we are. Check on weather and traffic, Rudy Grande. All right, as we put things together, we start with a very hot weather forecast. For the next couple of days, we will see that, uh, actually not see, we'll feel that humidity. And I can tell you right now, we're feeling it because it's 95 degrees out there. If you're on the roads, got to have that cooler on, even if you're southbound on I-25. The accident between Jefferson and Montano should be on the right shoulder by now, but it's still uh, got you a little bit tight on the southbound 25 from about San Mateo. It does clear up just beyond the accident. If you are on Paseo del Norte westbound, you're hitting the brakes right off of that flyover from uh, I-25 west on Paseo over to uh, looks like, yeah, pretty much 2nd Street. And if your drive takes you on Alameda, you say, ah, sounds like a better alternative. Westbound Alameda is going to be slow running between Guadalupe Trail out into Cor- I'm sorry, into Corrales. All right. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. They offer cognitive assistance. They offer meal preparation. They are ready to help the uh, folks. And if you need help, you got to call them. They've got respite care. That can be useful for us. But you know what? you got to find out everything that they offer by calling Amazing Grace. Go to home care, all one word, dot the place I like. Dot com. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right, good job, Rudy. So that's where we'll leave it. You had an article today, Dowd. Uh, I do want to get to that uh, before we hit the uh, top of the hour news um, or uh, take our first break for the day. We do have to uh, get to some breaks. I uh, do want to direct you to a website, fightfor505.com. That's fightfor505.com. Help us fight. We have an event Thursday, 4 to 7. Uh, please uh, register if you'd like to come. No other people will actually be permitted uh, to come unless you register at fightfor505.com. Everybody uh, who registers uh, will receive a hat, a T-shirt, a bumper sticker, and a yard sign. So you got all that stuff all ready to go. Look, I, you're laughing at me. I mean, I'm just my stuff going, Dowd. Uh, you know, I gotta... <laughs> no doubt will be there. Just want to make sure that everybody is aware. Where's Dowd? I'm like, he doesn't do this. You he just does. guaranteed high turnout. <laughs> yeah. Dowd doesn't do this. You have to understand. Uh, you guys are wonderful. Celebrating success. Uh, let's see. What is this? Between APD hiding radio reports and DA tying to fudge prosecution numbers, I guess that's the start of the start bragging campaign. That's exactly right. That <laughs> Very, good. Very good. They say, show me who you roll with, so we'll show you all you need to know about that person. This is my crew. Let's take a look. So this is, Wow. Yeah, there's, uh, oh, yeah, I know all these characters. The last person they want to see in office is going to be Eddie Aragon. Wow. Momai Estes was literally down the hall stating to, um, what is his name, uh, Langston? He was, he was, as he was talking to the guys, he's rolling up in, you know, walking down the hall is really funny. He's like, I hate Eddie. 
He said that right. He, he didn't know Langston. I guess he must have thought that I was totally racist and I didn't hire black people. Uh, that's true. Yeah, well, if he hated Eddie Aragon, he should have grabbed that website while it was still open a couple of years ago. Yeah, there it is. You got to really you'll become the hate. This is my crew. Too often there's a trope that says that men of color that are accomplished, that are educated, that are embedded in stewards of their community are unicorns and outliers. We are not represented here. Our partner in a law firm, a state senator, a certified financial planner, a CEO of a nonprofit, head of the state ACLU. Yeah. An assistant U.S. attorney, the district attorney. This group comes from places like, among others, Harvard, Yale, Stanford, LSE, London School of Economics, Rice, and Middlebury. I guarantee all, I think, all these guys. We are not a statistics. We are not a window dressing. We are not victims, nor do we look at handouts or sympathy. I guarantee some of those admissions uh, to some of those schools were exactly handout. You made, you made a quota. You were a quota. You got into that school because you were a quota. We are not a statistic. We are a window dressing. We are not victims, nor do we look for handouts or sympathy. For us to grind and hustle is real. And we lead by advancing and promoting our communities. Yeah, look at what these are all. All each one, just like uh, just like Tim and Manny. Don't get twisted. And we lead well. No, you, uh, you look at this, this state. Look at what's become of this. This district. Oh, my God. He's, he's the worst amongst them. Oh, he really is. Uh, what, what is his name? Raul Torres. Torres. Celebrating success. DA with sorry, legislator repre- representative Maestas and others. Yeah, I know every face on that. So thanks for sharing that. I always love that. Uh, Eddie, try to leave a message to the idiotic Albuquerque mayor's office, but they don't give that option. That's right. They don't want to hear from you. They don't, and they don't want you to hear from them. We got the scanners, the hoochies, the scanners. Crooked Boys Club, Soros Boys Club. Yeah. Or as uh, what do they call the Soy Boy Club? <laughs> Uh, is it who said someone? I think yeah, Langston used to say soy boys all the time. Do you have soy? I'm lactose intolerant. Do you, is, the, is the coffee turbocharged? The 311 number is the best place. Okay. Noted. Noted. Crooked boy. What's crooked about him? What would you like to know? <laughs> I'm terrible. I'm really terrible. Here we come to the uh, RPM headquarters. Going to be there with uh, Steve Pierce and me and uh, a bunch of other Republicans, hopefully, that are all going to jump on board. We hope that you hang on. I'm in Omaha. Call me can you begin tomorrow night three. Okay. Got it. Uh, let's see. Keller's getting. <laughs> you can't. I. You're not going to get me to say things, guys. I got uh, photos of Keller maskless at the United Party. Uh, uh, we'll just start taking pictures and sending them to me. You, you will not believe the number of people. It's incredible. I was like, what? I always know where people are at because they're like, oh, we're going to. Can't reach fightfor505.com. Not sure why. I would like to know where in Albuquerque people are getting shot in the face. That's insane. Uh, Eddie, can you imagine Fat Harold's monthly expense report? No, I can't. <laughs> Homicide number 98. That's from the ABQ report. Dan Klein. Dan Klein. Child mayor Tim Keller has priorities. You weren't one of them. Yep. Here's a picture. Officials say, wow, look at all the bullet holes. Go to ABQ report in that uh, KRQE News 13. All the bullet holes on the side of that thing. And what's what's Tim Keller doing? He's he's hanging out uh, at the uh, metal, the heavy metal place. Wherever the trivium. He went to trivium. Metal tour of the year. Lamb of God. Megadeth. Wow. All right. Anyway, now I can't imagine his. The expense report. APD no longer transparent in their numbers. 
They cut off our scanner access. It really doesn't matter, Eddie. We, the people, already know that the city is hiding the murder numbers, which proves that our communities aren't safe. A high-ranking APD officer confirmed that the numbers are being manipulated by Keller. For example, they came across a homeless man who was beaten to death but were told, it, it, told to list it as a suicide. It doesn't matter that the Albuquerque Police Association is backing Manny. What matters is APD officers vote for you at the polls. I'm hearing a lot are. Wow, that is cool. I think they're arguing a lot. Um, no, Sean told me that they aren't getting in, involved. But if the APOA decides that they want to go ahead and back Manny, you'll pay for your sins. The way that it goes. Sorry. Um, okay. Keller is imploring the Joe Biden campaign strategy. Hiding with Biden. Tell Rudy it's not called Santa Ana Star. I think it's called Rio Rancho Event Center. Not sure. Okay. We'll clear that up. Uh, Eddie, it makes my afternoon when you say 505 in the 505. Thank you for doing that. Ooh, Oakley two for one at the Sonics right now. Eee. Hi, Eddie. What time Thursday at RPM? Four, four o'clock. Four. I'll announce that we'll promote it all day tomorrow. Uh, and checks in. How late will we be at RPN on Thursday? I'll be there till 7. Come grab a shirt, become a volunteer, sign sign your name on the dotted line, and uh, there you go. I hope to get there on time, but may not make it till 5.30. Thank you. And thanks for joining. Eddie, they are afraid of, oh, this is from your, your gubernatorial choice, Dowd. Uh, Louis Sanchez. You're a big Louis, Louis my man. Yeah, Louis, uh, Dowd is, Dowd's gone. He's already made his decision a year ahead of time, but Nobody can figure out that there's a mayoral election. Uh, they're afraid of a strong Hispanic Republican office. You're 100% right. That's exactly right. Oh, and he's probably also talking about himself. Uh, we were in Louisiana a few weeks ago. Several people and businesses out there are not following mask mandates. They are over it, like us. That's right. Uh, people turning their places into clubs. Did you guys see this? They're saying this club is closed to the public. <laughs> and and if, if you try to come in with a mask, you are not welcome. Serious? Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a good thing. I saw that. Um, I got so many texts. Los Alamos National Labs employees cannot take the approved shot. Only the EAU is on the shelves. Hmm. They're being full. Okay, emergency use off, use authorization. When asked if I am vaxxed, I asked them if they own a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Are you vaxxed? Uh, do do you own a gun? Uh, let's see. Often the answer is no. When I ask why, uh, they tell me that is their choice. Exactly. Uh, P&M is requiring a weekly COVID. I think I read that. I haven't worn a mask in stores or restaurants since MLG uh, restarted all of this. Most of the time, nobody says anything. A greeter asked if I wanted a mask, and I said, no, thank you. I just kept walking. <laughs> all right. All right. Later. Um, do you want me to eat here? Do you want me to leave? I can leave. I think you guys need the money. What do you think? you want to really enforce your mask mandate? After listening to Patrick's call in, I find it that he is grossly lacking in leadership qualities and does not seem to have the patience and personality to fill leadership type public office. As such, even if Eddie was not running, there's no way I would vote for Patrick. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm sure Patrick is listening for his name on the radio just to hear it. Um, Eddie, Patrick Ben Sice has a good political platform that you should embrace. During his speech this weekend, Sice said he wants to bring quote unquote new pictures to Albuquerque. I think he meant visions, but new pictures would also be nice too. Maybe better quality pictures would make Albuquerque great again. <laughs> public art, public art. <laughs> you want some new pictures? Two for Juan. I know Juan. Yeah, I know how. Hi, Eddie. What time Thursday at RPM? 4 p.m. This is all happening soon. But I did two for one at Sonics. What time does that finish at Sonics? 
Oh, let's see. She rips Child Mary Keller and Fat Harold. Yeah, she might do that, uh, but this whole entire group over there uh, is not in support of Eddie Aragon. I can I can assure you of that. They're, they're a giant FOP thing and and all that. So, um, and can you see? Can you reach Fight for Five Hundred Five? So the scanners are encrypted. For must be prepping a fair and balloon fiesta. Hmm, that is uh, also very interesting. All right, last check on weather and traffic, and then we got Dowd's report. Let's go. All right, so let's put things together. If you're outside, you know it is humid. Next couple of days is going to feel pretty much the same. It's 95 degrees, the rock of talk. All right, looks like the accident is on the right shoulder on uh, I-25 southbound. Between Jefferson and Montana, that's uh, the good news. Uh, looks like the traffic starting to get by, by it without too much of a problem. If you're on Paseo del Norte, that seems to get now tight from 2nd Street over to Coors Boulevard. So it just kind of moved itself all in unison to a very slow trip on your way to Coors Boulevard onto the west side. All right, on uh, Montano, crossing the river bridge from uh, the river itself, westbound on Montano up to Montano, get ready. It's going to be a little slow drive, about uh, 5 to 10 miles an hour that entire trip. All right, this traffic report is brought to you by Live Spring at Salon Helena. That is the home of Canyon Water. Alkaline water is healthy water. If you change your water, you'll change your life. They also have the salt rooms at Live Spring at Salon Helena. Perfect to help anything in terms of breathing dysfunctions. So go to Live Spring at Salon Helena. That is on Manal, two blocks west of Wyoming. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right, great job, Rudy. Go get some rest, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow bright and early at 4 p.m. Good stuff. Thanks for hanging out for the first couple of hours. We got uh, D. Dowd Muska, 606 in the 505 with more four and one here for your third hour. And I am Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIV, rockoftalk.com, Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV. You can download and SoundCloud us as much as you like. Uh, download our apps, abq.fm and rockoftalk.com, as well as rockoftalk.tv. Or subscribe to, well, D. Dowd Muska. He has rockoftalk.chat. What did you pen today there, young man? Well, I penned a piece uh, on rockoftalk.chat that has uh, been opened up. No paywall for this piece, Eddie. I'm going to be doing a one paywall-free piece a month for people to get a little taste of the kind of in-depth analysis you get from at rockoftalk.chat, where, of course, you also get the show notes uh, and Liberty Ladies Unite show notes, and you also get our daily blast, which is an email we send out every morning with all kinds of fun information about what's going on in the news and moments in history on this day and that sort of thing. So this is available, paywall-free. This is our one piece a month we're doing. Starting off with some good news. America is driving again. Now, there's about, I don't know, 100, 1,000 different ways you can measure how an economy, the health of an economy. According to the federal government, for the first time since the Rona, that dark, dark month, March 2020, when everything started to fall apart, mostly as a result of bad decisions by politicians, but we wouldn't know anything about that in New Mexico. Americans are driving the same amount that they were way, way, way back when. June 2021 stats have exceeded June 2019 stats. You've got to compare month to month. We are up to, I believe the exact number is 282.5 billion vehicle miles. We have completely restored our driving habit after lockdown craziness. So, very interesting. I mean, it's a good economic indicator. It suggests that a lot of the crazy lockdowns are over. People are returning to their lives. But another interesting stat is that transit. Now, that would be government 
government-owned buses, government-owned trains, uh, occasionally in some of our coastal regions, government-owned ferries, was only at 50% June 2021 versus June 2019. Transit ridership has cratered, and it is not recovering. All right, how does that relate to New Mexico? Well, I mean, you could say things are, have changed. People are working at home. Uh, people are ordering things online. They're not going out and shopping. You know, they're not using buses and trains to get around. But if you really look back before COVID-19, you see that something very strange happened in 2014. Basically, every transit system in the country, including the transit systems here in New Mexico, big, big cities like uh, Albuquerque, but also smaller places like Farmington, even Santa Fe, Something happened around 2014. People in America, we, we may have achieved what some of us in the research community are calling peak transit. Aging population, uh, telecommuting, going through the roof, lots more people telecommuting. Uh, people using the ride-hailing apps to get places they need to get to. Uh, they get point-to-point -point transportation versus having to walk to a bus station or walk to a train station, then maybe make some connecting uh, some hookup with another bus or another train and then walk to their ultimate destination. Ride-hailing apps are coming on very, very strong. So whatever the reasons, it appears that we've hit peak transit. Let's take a look at Albuquerque. The Albuquerque bus system has dropped in terms of passenger traffic. It has dropped 28.9% between 2014 and 2019. So the city is not losing population, but transit dropped by almost 30% in that time frame. The Railrunner Express, that wonderful train that you and I are paying hundreds of millions of dollars for people in the Albuquerque region to take the train pretty much free gratis if they work in state government up in Santa Fe, and then they can come back at a heavily subsidized rate. It's almost really free for them. Similar decline, 28.5% in that five-year period. People are avoiding transit in a big, big way. The Las Cruces bus system, 26. 5% decline. That was between uh, 2013, the year in Las Cruces, the transit peak transit was hit a year early. And Santa Fe. Now, of course, Santa Fe, people care about their carbon footprint. Uh, people don't own, nobody owns a car in Santa Fe. I mean, everybody uses either public transportation or they bicycle or they, you know, they walk to where they're going. Actually, the carbon footprint's not looking too good. 20.6 decline in Santa Fe's uh, bus system ridership. It's called the Santa Fe Trails system. So again and again and again across the board, all over the country, here in New Mexico, transit is dropping. Hmm. Does anyone in government care about that? Uh, you really won't see much, let's say, from the Legislative Finance Council, a committee looking at these numbers, seeing how inefficient these systems are. You're not seeing anything at the municipal level. What's going on here? Well, in Albuquerque, is a really easy answer. In Albuquerque, transit employment is the number three category of employment in terms of number of people on the payroll, only uh, on the payrolls, only fire and uh, police have greater employees in those departments in the city of Albuquerque. The transit department has a 609 people as of the 2019 statistics, uh, 609 employees, and that makes them number three. And you're not going to believe this, folks, but they're unionized. They have a collective bargaining agreement, so they can raise a lot of political cash and uh, reward their friends, let's say. In Santa Fe and in Las Cruces, for their city, in terms of city employment in those two cities, the transit department was number five in employment uh, ahead of just a couple of other departments. These are very, very, very uh, powerful government unionized cabals 
They don't care that transit is starting to go into what uh, a scholar who focuses on this by the name of Randall O'Toole, he calls it the transit death spiral. For whatever reason, whatever combinations of reasons, people are not using buses and governments operated, uh, buses and trains operated by governments uh, anywhere near the way they used to. Now we have the Rona lockdown, which could be the final death blow in terms of just devastating these systems. And, and you know this, driving around Albuquerque, driving around any other cities in, in, in the state, uh, you, when, when they don't have the tinted windows where you can actually look inside the buses, do you see an awful lot of people? One person I read online recently called uh, city-owned buses, uh, what was it, mobile homeless shelters. And I think that's probably acting as something of a deterrent, too. So ride-hailing, aging population, people working at home, homeless people scaring people, violence. Uh, Murder Mike has talked at length about the number of incidents of violence happening at uh, bus stations throughout Albuquerque. Transit is dying, but it's as politically powerful as it's ever been. So I will humbly suggest, I did not put this in the piece, but I will humbly suggest to you that maybe Albuquerque's next mayor, if there is to be another mayor, should look at some of these statistics on transit and how much it is costing the taxpayers of New Mexico in terms of uh, you know, what return on taxpayer investment they're getting. Look at some of these devastating numbers. And if you're from the Greeny Weenie group, it's interesting, Eddie, when you are moving buses around, large buses that consume a lot of energy, and you're moving buses around with very few passengers in them, you are not contributing to air quality. Uh, you are actually creating a lot of emissions that would not have occurred naturally. And there's been a couple of analysts who've looked at, if you took in some of our communities and rented energy-efficient cars for the people who take trains and buses, there would be a net positive impact on the environment. The bus systems, the derail systems, are actually not contributing to air quality because they're running all the time, but the people inside those trains and buses are so few, they're transporting very few numbers of people. So this is some good data to look at. Uh, I looked at numbers all over New Mexico. We are in a transit death spiral, and responsible public officials, and I ding the Democrats and the Republicans for this. I actually linked to an article that talked about a big federal grant Steve Pierce brought home for the the Las Cruces bus system back when he was in Congress. And then I linked to Lansena and Pat Davis, how they want to make the Albuquerque ride system in Albuquerque, completely free. Right now, taxpayers pick up 92% of the cost of the bus system, and Pat Davis and his friend there, Lon Senna, want to make it completely free. These are outmoded systems of transportation. They don't help traffic congestion. They don't contribute to fewer emissions in our environment. So why are we still funding them? There are all sorts of really interesting options on what we could do to help the people, the very small number of people who do need help with transportation. But something tells me the transit union isn't going to be happy in those uh, those alternatives. Good stuff, Dowd. I think uh, the decline is not just noted, uh, but I think it should be something that at this point, uh, something should be done about it. And a uh, complete and total reduction, including the removal of the Albuquerque Rapid Transit, I think is an order day one of my mayoral administration. I'm certainly, uh, based upon the information that you have provided, I think it warrants at least that, if not much more. Uh, and you've got to promise me, as city manager, if you can arrange the destruction of those bus stations and the ripping out of Albuquerque Rapid Transit, that I will be up on the bulldozer, the first one to strike a blow against this monstrosity. I'm one of the few people who's been fighting it from day one. <laughs> I never knuckled under and I've never surrendered. I want those things gone. Yeah, I think it needs to be gone. I think yeah, that's it. Um, zero doubt about it. I'm looking at... 
When you look at the bus rapid transit that's there, the Albuquerque rapid transit, um, how many of those are 100% energy efficient like, you know, a Tesla? Are any of them electrical? Well, of course, we had that horrendous uh, situation yeah. with Bill. I know that, lanes. but I never followed yeah. up the rest of it. Uh, I think they actually ended up getting those diesel electric uh, buses, Eddie. Let me let me take a look. I'm on it right now, trying to figure out. Oh my gosh, this is just disastrous. Yeah, this thing just needs to be submarined. Uh, we've got to do something about it. Just go back to the way that it was, and on different different routes altogether. Um, and you know, we've been tremendously bike friendly forever in terms of the number of paths. Um, but because of people's bad manners and uh, looking at their phones all the time, they have not been uh, sort of very friendly with the bikers. Oh, by the way, uh, some of you guys asking about the Tom Grover information. You can find it on uh, a guy by the name of Ben Schaffner. You can find it on his uh, Twitter timeline. Uh, I just have some other stuff. He is the attorney that's representing the opposition that's coming to me uh, to try to get me off the ballot. It's not going to happen because I actually have case law, which I'll uh, talk about here shortly. Um, but I'll get to that to open up the show tomorrow. How'd that be? So I can go through it uh, chapter and verse uh, so you guys can just hear. And I'll do it tonight. How about I do it tonight and tomorrow? Just make sure that uh, some some of you wanting to, to hear it right away, you guys can go ahead and hear it. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Good afternoon, gentlemen. This is Dave. What's up, Dave? How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. And Good. I was just looking around on the RPMM site and apparently there is there are no events listed there's no way to find an address whatever you got going on thursday i guess it's on the person who wants to I just feel like you're raining on my parade i don't think it's that hard to, to find so rpnm new mexico I maybe well let me let me help home. let me help out since i'm going to start doing web searches while we're live on radio so uh, <laughs> I've, I've only made it let's see Events. There's Steve Pierce. That's good. We got newsworthy events saying what's going on, staying up to date. It wouldn't. It's not going to be Labor Day or anything like that. Uh, or the the website that the address is right there on the front page, Dave. Fifty one fifty San Francisco Road. There it is. Sweet A. It's right there. The website has never looked better. I think it's coming together pretty nice. So uh, yeah, there it is. So if you want to. Events join the fun. Let's see what events they have. A bit. Oh no, no events. Okay. We'll we'll, we'll see if we can we'll see if we can get it on there. But you know, it's not an official sanctioned event. I'm not officially getting endorsed. They're just simply having a a meet and greet. So we'll go ahead and uh, do that. So um, well, that'll be a long, lot of lot of fun. All right. No matter how it is, uh, to the listeners out there, you may not always like Eddie, but. He does give it to you straight. Oh, you've got yeah. you've got it straight uh, a, a few times, huh? You've been on the oh, yeah. you've been on the other end of that a uh, few times, so that's fine. Oh yeah, and even uh, you've got the most comfortable couch in any office I've ever sat in. Oh wow, that's great. Right. And uh, or uh, when uh, can we come by and pick up shirts? Because I want to go. Uh, oh ho ho ho, Dave! You got to show up at the event. And volunteers, so I will make you responsible. For something, uh, I mean, you're getting uh, every single volunteer's getting. Let's see what. Let me. I did the math. I have to do it all myself. Let's see. Well, I want to throw the money into the uh, campaign. Uh, 18, I was 
Uh, every person's getting like thirty dollars worth of stuff. That's pretty. That's pretty pricey. So in exchange for that, you're going to be a volunteer. And if you're not a volunteer, I'm going to hunt you down and call you out. So if you, <laughs> if you want to come and get it, otherwise we can go ahead and and uh, and and get that stuff later on for the people who want to buy it. But our volunteers get it for nothing for their time, and they are the honorary first guys. The hat is gorgeous. The shirts are amazing. The bumper sticker, boy, thank my, my best friend, uh, Brian. I call him my best friend because he's the only guy who's willing to just tell me F off and, and, uh, you know, do what he, do, do what he does. So anyway. Andy, so, do those hats, uh, do those hats resemble a certain other campaign from around 2016 or? No, they, they do don't. not. Okay. No, All right. No, I didn't, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> All, right. All right. No, I've got my own campaign. I don't need to marry my campaign. Too. Well, you've got a hell of a, of weaker, a graphic artist to do this. Yeah, stuff, weaker. Oh, he's the best. He is. He's a man. He's, he's absolutely the best. So talented. Um, and uh, he's, he's still getting something for free. to Make sure that I was spending money to help your campaign, so that my wife and I could be walking billboards anytime we're in Albuquerque and even other public places. We'll see what Albuquerque. we'll see what's left over, Dave, and then I'll sell you some. Okay. That's not like, that's not like a deal. Good deal. That yeah, that's a deal. All right, that works sounds good. Me. All right, Dictionary Dave, call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hello? Yes. Who's this? David. I've never heard of this. I've never heard this guy call the show before. Who's this? Please hold. David. Please, please hold. Please hold. We'll be talking about this a little later on in the show. Can you hold, please? Hold, David. Hold, David. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take some more phone calls here. Okay, uh, David, what do you want to talk about? Um, well, you had... <laughs> What do I want to talk about? Uh, yeah, well, the, I, I, uh, you never get asked that. Uh, what's the total amount of time that you've spent waiting on the line over at KKOB? Uh, you said something oh like favorite. an hour and a half? Yeah, my record is, well, my record is, uh, I think it was two hours, but I know for sure it was an hour and 45 minutes a couple weeks ago on Eric Strauss' show. And that was just one of the calls. In, in uh, one weekend, on a Saturday and a Sunday, he kept me holding for a total, or no, I'm sorry, over two weekends. He kept me holding for a total of over four hours. He really tries to pass himself off as this really great guy. Um, but in a very short time, I realized that he's not. He's a total tool. So I hate to say yeah. it, Eric, you are. And I know he's listening. So there you go. Yeah, Eric, 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 you're not just a tool. And actually, Eric, you're less of a tool than you are a manipulator. Eric, you are a manipulator, and you're self-serving. You're rather narcissistic. There's a very thin veil uh, that uh, keeps uh, uh, you and us, uh, or a veil, very thin veil between the knowledge that uh, you are heavily supporting Manny Aragon, but you don't, you don't come right out and say it. You just uh, drop Manny this, Manny that, Manny the other thing, and then when well, you know people call in, and that one call that I made was a perfect example of it. You got it recorded. The, you, the last word you hear out of my mouth before Eric dumps the call is Eddie, which means he cut it right after I said Eddie before I said Aragon. So well, well you know, it's uh, literally legal. So uh, someone just told me to Google my name. I never uh, Google my name for mayor. And it's got all the lists of stuff. Did you know my information has uh, been incorrect on the state website? They put the wrong information, which is kind of interesting, um, so that they couldn't get a hold of my campaign. That was cool. Uh, let's see what else. Besides dumping me on, on the air, they've been do doing that. And then you look at Google, every single story 
Petition filed to remove mayoral candidate. Petition filed to get rid of mayoral candidate. <laughs> ABQ mayoral candidate faces legal challenge. He must uh, be a really bad guy. <laughs> this guy is terrible. Uh, uh, dissident candidate battling his own party. Uh, there it is. So I got all the nothing. Oh, I got one positive thing. Uh, radio host zooms into mayor's race. That's it. That's all the. But you, you know, the thing is, is this is going to uh, put it all to the test, and we get to expose the level of corruption and. You know, we get to forever hold it against him. And, uh, you know, the thing is, is it would probably be smart, David, if they probably started talking about me on their radio show at some point. Yeah, well, I think that, uh, I mean, it, it kind of smarts when they obstruct like they do. And uh, But uh, it, ultimately what it is is you can use it as ammo uh, against them You point by pointing out. Sure. yeah. The na- yeah, the nasty things they're doing. And, and we're we're and doing that. We're doing a little bit of that. But honestly, we've got our own media. We've got our television. We've got our own radio show. We're on the Internet. Uh, you know, I've been, you know, voted four years radio personality of the year. You know, we've got so much traction. So they don't want to bring me up because they don't want to ruin their own platforms. I mean, we've beat them head to head, and now we're going to beat their other candidates as well. They're going to put out a fake poll next, which is going to probably say that I have like 2% support. I guarantee it's going to be something totally outlandish and people are going to be like, they're going to laugh. And that's exactly, right. that, that's what they do, which is a voter suppression tool that they'll use. So they'll put that stuff out and then I will hit them with like showing you who it is. So this Tom Grover guy, David, this is really interesting. Do you know who this guy is? No, I had never heard of him until this recent information. All right. So this is, this is uh, really interesting. So, uh, hey, Rudy, the Fight for 505 website is down, probably DO, DOA. It's amazing what these guys try to do. No, it's not. It's up. Come on, guys. It's up, it's up, it's up. Looks good on my machine, Eddie. Yeah, it looks good on mine, too. So, just people send me random information. So, all right. Uh, sorry, guys. I really think you need to come visit our transit department. I disagree with Dowd. You really need a tour. Eddie, you have my vote. We have way less employees than stated and really work hard on our art and the rest of our bus services. We'll find another job for you. You get to drive the bus, but it, we're just going to get rid of all the platforms and we're going to open things back up the way that was. That's what it is. Gonna, um, I'll be happy to go. If you want to give me a t- I don't know that you can give me a tour. Something is going to say that if you give him a tour, you got to give, right? Some sort of foul play is, is going to uh, eventually come out. Okay, so this is so interesting on uh, this this Thomas Grover guy, um, and I'm going to share some stuff that's pretty uh, salacious, as they say. Let's see. Oh, there we are. Oh, very nice. A nice, a nice vehicle. It's a nice vehicle you're, you're driving out there listening to me. <laughs> okay, here we go. Yeah, I'm being stalked. I haven't told you I'm being stalked. Uh, you are now a yeah, oh, it's great. It is great. I had a stalker in Nevada a number of years ago. You did? How'd that go? Well, I was doing radio, daily radio commentaries, and uh, she would call up and threaten, and uh, oh, it was lots of fun. Yeah, I got that all the time. Okay, so here it is. This is really something. They, they will do stop at nothing. Okay, so this Thomas Grover guy uh, has a lawsuit from pretty much the biggest law firm in town. I'm like, what kind of attorney is this guy? Friedman 
Hollander, Goldberg, Urias, and Ward. These are not guys you want to mess with. Just put it that way. Okay. Seriously, I sat down with them one time. They were going to represent me when KKOB was using my Talk That Rocks. They said, Talk That Rocks. And I said, I need to slap them with a cease and desist because I, opened the tra- I own the actual trademark. Right. And it says, listen to this. Listen to this. Comes now plaintiff uh, Shondell Chavez, plaintiff, by and through her attorneys of record, Friedman, Boyd, Hollander, Goldberg, Urias, and Ward, uh, are hereby bringing the complaint against the above-named defendants, Thomas Grover and Grover Law, LLC, and alleges the following. Number one, jurisdiction and venue are proper in Bernalillo County. Two, plaintiff is a resident of Bernalillo County and citizen of the state of New Mexico. Three, defendant Thomas Grover is a resident of Bernalillo County and a citizen of New Mexico. Upon information, defendant Grover is the owner and defendant uh, Grover Law. Uh, five, defendant Grover is also a manager, an employee, and an agent of defendant Grover. Defendant uh, Grover Law is Defendant Grover's Law Practice and is located in Berlin County. So this case arises from Defendant Grover's failure to reasonably communicate with plaintiff. Uh, this is another law firm suing him. This doesn't happen very often. Okay, so you have to understand this. This case arises from Defendant Grover's failure to reasonably communicate with plaintiff about the consequences of withholding her retirement savings from a state pension account which is the PARA, the Public Employees Retirement Association, in order to pay his legal fees, to pay his legal fees for representation in an administrative appeal against the city of Albuquerque. The New Mexico Rules of Professional Conduct state, a lawyer shall explain the matter the extent reasonably necessary to permit the, cli- uh, to permit the client to make informed decisions regarding the representation, Rule 16-104. The rule also provides that the lawyer shall reasonably consult with the client about the means by which the client's objectives are to be accomplished. Here, Defendant Grover provided advice that caused plaintiff to believe that she could withdraw her retirement funds to pay him and then recover the full amount of those retirement funds plus taxes and penalties as damages in the administrative appeal. (laughs) Defendant Grover has had an ample notice that plaintiff intended to withdraw her retirement funds to pay him legal services. Plaintiff also placed Defendant Grover on notice, expected that Defendant Grover could recover as damages the funds that she had withdrawn from her state pension account, plus taxes and penalties in the administrative appeal. Defendant Grover breached his duty to inform plaintiff of the adverse consequences associated with withholding the funds in their state retirement account and the unlikelihood that the plaintiff would recover damages, the reimbursement of the funds she withdrew, plus taxes and penalties. Plaintiff was not able to make an informed decision. That's informed consent concerning the withdrawal of those retirement funds. So he gets paid. She removed the money. And then defendant Grover unilaterally terminated the representation agreement after he got paid with plaintiff on January 9th, 2017. What a, what a great guy. (laughs) This is a great guy. Defendant Grover had a duty to advise plaintiff of the legal issues. Defendant Grover had conflict of interest concerning legal advice related to retirement funds, right? Giving advice, then getting sure. paid for the very advice that you're giving, right? Defendant Grover's malpractice caused plaintiff to move forward with the withdrawal of the funds. Even after the termination of the agreement, plaintiff believed that she could recover as damage the total amount of the funds she withdrew, plus taxes and penalties, as damage in litigation against the city because Defendant Grover never disabused this abuse her of that belief. As a result, defendant Grover's negligence and misrepresentation, plaintiff suffered a serious financial damage, including the loss of 12 years of credit, 12 years of credit towards a state retirement and potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars of lost retirement benefits, 
plus incurring associated taxes and penalties. Guess what's not going to take care of that? Yeah, your legal insurance, your legal malpractice insurance to $100,000. Yeah, that's it, when, when, when a law firm like that gets a hold of you and decides that they're coming after you, well, you got bigger problems than figuring out how you're going to go ahead and take on the, the next mayor of Albuquerque. And then, so I started like going through all this stuff and it gets more and more interesting. And you're like, oh, okay. It's just, he used to be a cop. He was like a bike cop, like literally a bike cop. Yep. That's what he did. And it says, here's a police report that was very interesting. It's the state of New Mexico uniform incident report. I said, okay, here we go. Um, let's see. On the let's see, former employee of the city of Albuquerque, Tom Grover, was found found to be in a secured city storage unit without permission. Huh. What are you doing in there? Hello? Anybody there? Anybody Anybody in there? On the listed date, 2-3-2012, myself and Officer A. Jaramillo, this is from uh, Officer uh, Ruben Valdez. Valdez. Wasn't there a commercial about coffee beans and Valdez? Juan Valdez. Juan Valdez. <laughs> I knew it. Okay. Not Juan Valdez. This is Ruben Valdez, his, 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 cop, his cop brother. On the listed date, myself and Officer E. Jaramillo were at the Hyatt downtown where the city is allowed to use a storage room to store issued bicycles. Okay. At approximately 2.30 in the afternoon, I unlocked the storage room to put our bicycles away for the end of the shift. Upon opening the door, I observed the lights were off. However, there was a candle lit on the desk. I turned on the light and observed an unidentified female, by the way, she was uh, Asian, sitting on a chair. A former employee of the Albuquerque Police Department, Tom Grover, was also in the room. Tom had the room and stated he used to be a bike unit. He, he used to be the uh, officer, and he still had permission, Officer M. Elric, to access Tom was advised, advised he needed to leave, and he complied without incident. Oh, I bet. <laughs> At that time, officers left the area and advised Sergeant M. Musselet by a telephone of the incident. So that's there. And the other thing that's also very interesting about that is there's no mention of the woman after that. Right? It's just that unidentified woman in the room. I mean, there could have been a lot of, lot of things there. What's going on? Right. There, there are things men and women do behind closed doors. I'm not going to get into specifics. What but, is know. that all about? <laughs> so, anyway. Um, and then you do like a further search of, of Tom Grover, and so he's a police officer. And then you start looking at all these other things, and you're like, oh my gosh. This guy was literally, uh, this was, I guess, Mary Han's best friend? I was like, whoa, that's kind of heavy. And it turns out you read through all these things and he's doing stuff with Pete Danelli, old videos that they've got. And I'm like, this guy just started sharing all this stuff on him. I'm like, whoa, this is a treasure trove. And, uh, you know, I've got the, a letter here from Mary Hahn on the day she died. Uh, this does not sound suicidal, by the way. Karen, I'm about to pay off the remainder of my balance credit. I would like to know whether or not another $100,000. That's year that Mary Hahn never saw. Now, what interest rate? Thanks, Mary. That was out there. And I'm, okay, so this is this is all the stuff that we're we're dealing with. 
I mean, are we really dealing with, with this type of thing? So to say politics is a a dangerous business, huh? Right there. We'll have more on that tomorrow. I've got uh, a lot more information uh, there, but I think you'd probably be best suited to just focus on his current malpractice suit in which he's uh, the defendant uh, where he's have to do it. But this is, this is the nature of the business. You know, this is, this is politics. So you have to expect it. And, and, um, you know, they, they just, they go after everybody that they can. And what's really funny is his Twitter says it's like the anti-bully. I'm like, yeah, he's into uh, anti-bullying. Yeah, what is anti-bully. What does that even mean? Does that mean, uh, did he change that specifically because he was going to turn me, that I'm the bully, right? I'm the big bully in the market. Yes, I have so much power. So ridiculous. So, what do you think about all that, David? What do you think? Sounds like part of the course for what I've experienced in New Mexico. Yeah, I can I can give you not that I will right now, but I can give you story after story after story of scenarios that go down very similar to that. All the same ingredients to just change the players, change the circumstances. It's just a nonstop in this state. Yeah, they have another. Uh, uh a link here that was, I thought, also very interesting. Um, and this was one of, I guess, his one of his best friends uh, who got dismissed uh, from, and he's a big supporter of Manny, by the way. So now we know that that was really what I was interested in. It's like, oh, is this from Manny or is this from Tim? And I'm like, oh, this is actually from, this is literally actually from, from, from Manny. So I'm like, oh, why am I getting attacked for, so here's here I'll, I'll play this. This is this is uh, Pete Donnelly. Not that I like the man, even though he chose me to go to Washington D.C. David, we'll check in with you tomorrow. Um, I'm going to go to this little uh, a cool little video here um, that played back in the day uh, on the death of Mary Hahn. Not that anybody cares, by the way. I've literally been told that's done and over. Um, that's it, you know you should not be focused on that. You should not bring it up. Um, that's sort of the way that they have been discussing it. So let me go to the to the link here. This is so interesting in so many ways. Okay. Where are we? You got to listen to this, folks. This is really something. Okay. This is a failed mayoral candidate with 28% Pete Donnelly. Um, I'm sure he's going to probably say something to the impact. This was done uh, quite a while ago. So I'm going to forward this. And then this is Tom Grover, like right front and center. It's going to be a little hard to hear, but I'll try to amplify it best I can. Uh, Interestingly enough, my own attorney is actually uh, uh, right here on this for this case uh, on the stand as well. A very, very nice woman. I, uh, very happy with her. Okay, so uh, take a listen. I'm here not as an advocate for Mr. Donnelly or Mr. Hay. For justice. I'm here because on November 18, 2010, I was a, was a cop. And on that day, Mary Hahn was found deceased in her car house during the valley. She was found in a scene so contrived and scary that even a rookie cop could tell it was not a suicide or an accident. She was dressed and packed and ready to go to the gym. The car had its windows down. The lifeless body was draped across the front seat of the car, and the diamond was missing. But the actions of APD and city brass, which followed, with my eyes, as I was a first responder, continued to haunt me 
never ceased to terror. Now, he says that he was a first responder, but he was literally driven to the site. So he was uh, driven straight to the site. So you, there's other videos on this. In fact, he's on the New Mexico and Focus panel uh, that was really interesting. And he was driven to the site, and he, was, he got there uh, just, I guess, a couple of minutes uh, after uh, Mary Hahn's law partner was there and uh, the responding officer at whatever time. And then 911 call was placed by Paul Kennedy, uh, who's the attorney, uh, directly to that to come in, you know, get the site. And so, you know, obviously he must have been distraught or something, you know, probably having to deal with that. And in comes, weirdly, uh, you know, the last person to ostensibly see uh, Mary Hahn alive, which was, I guess, her best friend. I don't know. Uh, uh, Tom Grover. So that's the same attorney that's suing me for uh, trying to get me off of that. I mean, th this is the kind of things that we will need to definitely get into the bottom of. And just so you know that this is an unresolved case. This is something that has yet to be finished off. Okay. Mary Hahn's uh, uh, death determination has yet to be uh, finalized and determined. So let's uh, take a listen. Conduct while working on these very streets, done by the highest level of the APD and city personnel. Conduct that violated not only department rules and regulations, but basically the decency, morality, and values you hold in cherish in the United States. Hmm. Conduct that stole the truth of what happened to your family from your loved ones. That's a hard thing for me to grasp, because as a cop, you need to believe in the rule of law. If you believe in a government that enforces laws, Now you're remembering uh, he. This was a former police officer. He's literally trashing, to use his word, he's trashing all of the other police officers that were there, even guys that he currently corresponds with. Uh, one of the guys that was first on the scene as well was a guy by the name of Darren White. You may know him uh, as uh, formerly against drugs, don't do drugs, now totally for it, and uh, trying to go ahead and uh, ixnay the rest of the competition. That's why one of the reasons why he's no longer. I'm not looking at you, Dad. Are you are you watch? Are you listening to this? You can't even, I am. Just, it all meshes, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, you can't even believe it. You can't even believe like this fits so so nice and neat. Like it, it's right there. It's like staring at you right in the face. Cop, I don't leave good people and friends behind. And I have never left Mary Hunt behind me. I support and embrace the state attorney general as findings hmm. this report. I support grand jury style investigation into the action. Me too, Tom. I do as well. Yes, the days and the days following, including today. Let's go through them all. That's right. Yes, they were. I know. Who are these guys? Who are these thick individuals? We need to get to the bottom of this. I'm gonna I'm gonna lead the way, Dowd. 
Uh, we're going to lead the way, and we're going to go ahead and get to the bottom of this. And I'm going to, I'm going to point it. You know, we're going to go after the Albuquerque Police Department. You know, and uh, and see why this uh, entire crime scene was thrown up. And uh, I'll, we'll talk about uh, lots and lots and lots of things. Well, I can envision City Manager Eddie oh. Aragon hiring Tom Grover to get to the bottom of this. I really want to get. I want him. You know, much like uh, didn't Tom, didn't uh, Trump do the same thing with Comey? Didn't did we like? Uh, hey, Comey, tell us where everything's at. <laughs> you ought to know. <laughs> hey, you you ought to know. Somebody's got to know something. I don't know. One of the first there. So someone's got to know something around here, right? Uh, let, let's finish this off. Let's see if uh, let's see where where he's at with regards to the media. <laughs> Should have been a homicide oh, should have been a homicide. I I agree. I think it absolutely should be a homicide investigation. Those that leave the department are telling the person or persons responsible that that they indeed can get away with murder. Mm. Whoa. For- what what did he say? I don't even say someone got away with murder? What? This grand jury needs to be convened. Yes. And the time has come to get married. That's right. Mr. Grover, can you tell us what you did at the home? You know, that's my statement. I'm not going to take individual questions. I'd like to just let my stand there. Is that what I've said is fully documented in in previous encounters with the media. There it is. That was, let's go back to that part. Mr. Grover, can you tell us what you did at the home? You know, that's my statement. I'm not going to take individual questions. I'd like to just let my stand there. Is that... What I've said is fully documented in in previous encounters with the media. Hmm. I don't know if I heard that right. I want to get to the bottom of it. The time has come to get married. Mr. Grover, can you tell us what you did at the home? You know, that's my statement. I'm not going to take individual questions. I'd like to just let my stand there. Is that what I've said is fully documented in in previous encounters with the media? There it is. It's all been uh, previously documented. Now Pete Dinelli can go over there and have no idea <laughs> what the hell's going on about that or anything else. Uh, great speller, Pete Dinelli. Great speller. Uh, the, the, his spelling is terrific. Uh, so there it is. All right. Let's see if we got any good calls in there. Who's on? Oh, this is Daniel. What's up, Daniel? Uh, is is Pete Dinelli? I'm not Pete Dinelli. You have to go on. Is Manny Aragon the Manny Aragon running for mayor of Albuquerque? <laughs> Are you yes, kidding? Yes. No, You're absolutely right. Yes, absolutely. we we've got our we've got our informed uh, informed people out there, and uh, that's yeah, it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Tip your waitresses. Uh, we'll be here all week. I'm so glad, I'm so glad we spent two hours and forty five minutes on the radio. What we've learned is apparently Manny Aragon is getting back into politics. Doubt. Wow. <laughs> That's what happens when you can. Whoa. Wow. But have you noticed how much the South Valley has improved since he went to jail? The real Bravo? It's a great point. I like I like where you're going. Keep going. Don't you know, stop. Keep the, going. The second Sell second us. street going down the second street down the desert, how much that's improved? Tell us. You All know, right. it's like so you're yeah, saying I mean, this is part you got to put these uh dirt bags in jail. You got to you got to prosecute, you got to go after them. Is that is that what you're saying? I, I like the way that sounds. Well, when the when they're in jail, the money that they out the money allocated gets spent on what it's allocated oh, on personal yeah. palaces. There you go. Well, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't call Manny's house a for the arson, I mean fire. 
on his on his mansion? Did he collect any money? I he wouldn't call money Manny's that? house a mansion or a palace or even uh, the the things that I that I okay. have a heard. Yeah, trust me. That's I mean, just Google. You know, it, like since I got people hanging around my office all the time, I literally have people like chasing me and calling me and stalking me. It's like, well, I'm glad Channel Seven and Channel Four put out all the information upon where I live and where I'm at. Yet Manny uh, Manny <laughs> Gonzalez has a, a PO box. So. Hey, I appreciate you uh, jumping in, Dan. All right, thank you. All right, you know that was just a joke. It was all just a joke. Why did Mary Han die? I don't know why. Uh, it is absolutely mind-boggling the amount of corruption with all these elections, right down to yours. Corruption is so deeply embedded in the Democrats that it has become the norm for that they are willing to lie, cheat, and steal in every way possible to keep themselves in power. Yes, you are correct. You're correct, sir. So the scanners are encrypted for AP. Maybe one of the reasons why uh, they won't be able to discover who murdered me is because they shut down the scanners, right? You think that's what's going on right there? Remember. <laughs> We're going to take out the very guy, ironically enough, who's using the scanners to get the murder reports and all the information. out. Another worm of an attorney in Albuquerque. Not surprised at all. As the worm turns. There you go. I like that. Uh, I'd like to know who's actually riding the art buses, Eddie. Every time I pass the art boarding platforms, there are usually several homeless people actually doing drugs right out in the open. Tourists who are ignorant to our crime-ridden city. The art project is a... Get these guys... Throw this filth in jail, like today. Seriously, just like, oh, you want to criminalize the homeless people. I'm not criminalizing the homeless people. Um, the Art Project is a prime opportunity for drug dealers to get from one end of Central to the other. Art has destroyed businesses, taken up an extra lane of traffic. that could be used especially near UNM. My, my thoughts exactly. Thank you, Danell. Uh, I live near Central, the bus line. 90% of the time, the empty buses piggyback each other. Ridiculousness waste. Also outside of the frontier, you can buy drive-up drugs at the bus stop. Very convenient. Uh, geez, it's the nature of the business, Eddie, uh, is shady. you got to watch your back. Please take extra precautions with security. Albuquerque needs you to take care of you. Thank God you are on our team. Uh, why did Mary Han die? I don't know. Maybe we should ask people who are friends. I think that would be good. All right, Dowd's uh, gone for the day. So we got to, I even wore out Dowd. Uh, that's the arsonist that came out to help put the fire out. <laughs> that's whole. Uh, I don't know about any of that. Why is Deputy Doobie off the air? I don't know. Probably working on uh, the cannabis business. I would like to know. Yes, I would too. So there you go, folks. That is our Plain Jane show. Not exactly the rock of talk as normal, uh, as you guys have come to know it. Uh, the entertainment and all that. So a lot of just uh, open time to go ahead and converse with you. Uh, explore some subjects. And certainly uh, you are more than welcome to go ahead and uh, bring in text anytime uh, at 550-5500. You're also welcome uh, to email me, uh, you can go to uh, our Rock of Talk, excuse me, the Fight for 505 page. Uh, we will be there on Thursday from 4 to 7, and that's going to be very exciting to have that. we got to improve the city. I know that we can. I know you can make it happen. I need all your help. Uh, you've got to be able to focus on those five Cs because that's where it's all at. You heard about the corruption. There it is. got to fight the corruption. That's big. Um, we've got to run a better, cleaner city. We've got to fight back against covid Obviously, the crime uh, seems to be seemingly is everyone's number one subject. And uh, I really think that we need to also focus on commerce and growing uh, the businesses here in the city. So I thank you all for uh, taking the time with us on Interrupted here on this Tuesday afternoon to go ahead and uh, get the message out. If you if people are, are having a hard time finding uh, who, what we are about, 
what I'm doing and they um, don't take offense to that. Okay. Just simply point out to them, Hey, he's on the radio. It's a rock of talk It's on AM 1600. Uh, he's got a great app, 65 different radio stations that you can go to rockoftalk.com. You can also go to uh, download our TV where you can watch me too at rockoftalk.tv. So I appreciate each and every one of you. Let's make Albuquerque a better place. Please help me by fighting for 505. Go to fightfor505.com. That's fightfor505.com. See you tomorrow, bright and early, 4 p.m. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, the Biden circumstance. Unintended consequences often lead to crushing reality. When we do something that doesn't work out, job, marriage, investment, there is usually hell to pay as the cliche goes. That's where President Biden finds himself on Afghanistan. The botched U.S. withdrawal will haunt him the rest of his days and will hurt America in a variety of ways. It doesn't matter what Jen Psaki, the minister of propaganda, or the corrupt corporate media put forth. The truth is that only a heroic action in the future by the president could mitigate this colossal screw-up. Place your bets now if you think old Joe will deliver heroism. Let's start with the reinvigorated jihadist movement. Now, Muslim killers have a huge safe haven in Afghanistan. If they have cable in hell, Osama bin Laden is dancing with the devil. As Americans endure the 20th anniversary of 9-11 later this week, terrorists all over the world have reason to mobilize. A weak U.S. president encourages that. Then there is Great Britain, America's most important ally. The government there apparently thinks Biden is a ninny. Even leftist Brits are generally appalled that the USA did not work with Downing Street in abandoning Afghanistan. China and Russia have to be very pleased by Joe Biden's failure. Expect trouble from those countries shortly. But it is in the United States where the consequences will be most immediately felt. Joe Biden is now a weakened leader. All the job approval polling demonstrates that. So his domestic agenda will be far more difficult to pass. Many in Congress believe he is a detriment to this country. So his bully pulpit is receding fast. 
independent-minded voters have eyes. They clearly see that Biden is not really in command, and his policies have been terrible at the southern border and in Afghanistan. Economic hardship may likely follow, and that will absolutely alienate working-class Americans. Joe Biden can hide, but he cannot run from his circumstance. Again, only a big win by the president will reverse his very visible failures. He is now being compared to Jimmy Carter as the midterm elections loom. It is not completely over for Mr. Biden, but he is behind by many.